would you guys do a alternative work week time such as like of these two options a 410 which is you work four days a week 10 hours a week but you get fridays off or would you rather work a um i think they call them four 980s they call them where you work nine hours a day and if after you work 80 days a week 80 80 hours <laughs> on that friday you can take it off so instead oh, of it being like consistent 10 hours and like longer days you get every friday off you get you work a little bit less and then you get every other day off every other week off every it's every other Friday, right? Every other Friday. That's what I meant. Yeah, Sorry. that's how David's work runs. I like that a lot. I would do a, a four night, uh, 980 or whatever it's called. It seems just like a very... TI 1080. Do anything. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as someone who doesn't have like a very set work week ever, uh, I think I would opt for the latter one just because technically it's less. Although, like, you need to factor in, like, any type of breaks you get. As long as both adhere to, like, standard legal break laws. You basically go in either an hour early or two hours early. And, like, I'm asking more just, like, as a person. could Like, is that okay? Like, would you do that? Because, to me, God, dude, like. Monday through Friday, nine to five, eight to five is so much time. It's terrible. And it's just like everyone else follows the exact same schedule. So their their busy time and their time they're free is the time I'm probably busy and I'm free. I have my I have my productive answer and I have my uh my my me answer, my real answer. My real answer is I would not do either uh right yeah my my like productive answer for this conversation i i think it would still be better to work less hours uh even if it's that doing the 980 i know that it like results in every other week you having a friday off uh which isn't doesn't seem that ideal but um i don't know any days off any week is good in my opinion Uh, my i have a buddy who does the 410s and he's like he has, to, he has to be at work by six. So, and then he leaves at, or is it six or seven? Five and yeah, six to five because of lunch and all the other shit. Fuck lunch. That's a long time. And I'm like, what do you do Friday? He goes, oh, I rest on Friday for the most part. And then I have Friday night. And like, Max, you're doing, like, he has basically just like a day to recover, which seems nice. But I feel like you kill yourself a little bit extra every week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the nine will still do that to you. It's not like the other, the extra hours. I don't know, man. If I could be like, here, I'm going to shave off an hour of your day to sleep more. You get an extra hour of sleep every day. That's important, right? Like, I could f- pretty easily work nine hours. I basically work 8.30 anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> like another 30, it's just adding 30 minutes. Or we're going in early, avoiding all the traffic of the shitty times. And, no but such you leave thing, at the same my friend. Time. That's true. Traffic I is, mean... is forever. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think either case is just like just. I think the nine eighty is just marginally better, like just barely, because they're both really rough. I think. 
I mean, I like, know. unless if you're doing like five hours a day, that's like, that's manageable because you can have a life. Even if you're, if you did five hours a day, five days a week, but you had your, your shifts shifting, uh, you wouldn't make nearly as much money probably, but that is healthy ish, right? It's like a, it's like five day, five hours of your time every day is not overbearing. Um, are you arguing with work five hours a day a week? Yeah, obviously I like that idea better. <laughs> that seems yeah. Way well, I mean, cooler. like that's also an option. I mean, like you well, not... yeah, but like is it's it also <laughs> is an option. <laughs> like it also totally. We can say no work should be done and everything should be free and except, like that's also an option. I'm saying, yeah, like, I guess <laughs> in the real work like that I've experienced, those are the three examples of acceptable currently acceptable to our corporate america that we've i've seen the the nine to five salary 24 7 i guess is another one salary just work whatever the fuck you gotta do to get your job done deadline time for uh nine tens or whatever the fuck and then the other one yeah i i basically do salary right now and it's it's not perfect but it's i think it's my favorite out of those I don't know. I couldn't. I if I had an office, I could do it. And like, I would need to. I would need to not work from home to do salary. I think. Like, yeah, I that's, imp- that's like, important. Like at least an office or something. I'm sure In there are so home. many salaried. I'm sure there are so many salaried folks who like <laughs> who do very little work. Which uh, I'm not blaming them, but uh, I mean, like that's that's also symptomatic of like COVID lately. Like the last two years have really fucked that. I was talking to my dad about what we could do with the new house. And he's like, we were thinking maybe doing an Airbnb for like a year or something, try stuff out. And I was like, in the weekdays, you could offer it as kind of like a free work from home space for like people. Basically, just like, let's say us three lived in the same area, but we didn't want to work at the house. We could work at this other location, basically like a library, but for like adults and like, people that don't work together work together like oh here's my dad like does that make sense what i'm saying yeah Yeah, i don't think you could legally advertise it as such oh no but But, like that was just like and i wishful like it basically just be like a cafe i just make it a cafe (laughs) yeah yeah but it seems like i'm just like i just want to work with my friends but like (laughs) we all don't work together like but i want to I want to spend time with people that aren't part of my job. So that way when I'm working with my job, like there's days where you're just like, Oh God, I don't want to see, I don't want to see my coworkers today. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I only work with like two other people and I guess I can see not wanting to see your coworkers, but I definitely have, whenever I hear people talk about them interacting with their coworkers, I definitely have never really had that experience because <laughs> we're all just pretty quiet people at my office so we don't we don't chat all that much except when yeah. we go to lunch together or whatever i guess a, a question since we're on this topic that would be interesting is would you rather do gig economy or hourly or salary because gig economy is totally fucked gig economy is like salary without the guaranteed pay Um, yeah i guess it depends on what my job is right like i don't know what i could do that would be gig possible well are are there freelance 
like engineering music jobs. consultants are more so i guess they are gigs but they're like contracted that's basically like, what gig is yeah, yeah they're contracted gigs so i guess it is the same thing but i don't know i guess it, like it delivers a product but so would like a musician delivers a product technically i don't know i couldn't i couldn't figure out what to do I'm pretty happy with salary right now, but salary man, celery man, Ce- celery man who likes celery their vegetables. Man. I hate celery. I, I fuck me. with vegetables. Show me Tain nude. <laughs> what? <laughs> you haven't seen that Tim and Eric sketch? Oh, with the Paul one Rudd? with Paul Rudd. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it. In a it's long called time. Celery Man. <laughs> it took me so long to realize why it's called Celery Man. <laughs> because of Salary Man? Yeah. I so think you so said good. that on the server like a few months yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. It's it's oh, a geez. Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric have uh I don't know, I wouldn't say they have a monopoly on on Adult Swim, but they were they for were a while, running they were kind they, of like they were like running it for a while. Yeah, I never really watched running it, it but not really... running it. Like everything had to have that Tim and Eric kind of spin, but that feel it didn't have yeah. to be from Tim and Eric. God. I was talking to my my cousin about this. Our generation owes like a lot, I think, to Adult Swim and like what they kind of brought to like our generation, in my opinion. Like Adult Swim, for a while, I mean, there's points where it was just like, here's Family Guy for two, three hours, and that's it. But like, Toonami and stuff was in the middle part of Adult Swim. I liked it a lot. Like, anime movies at like midnight, like that was wild, like to bring to American audiences. Tim and Eric, Eric Andre, like all these weird, like niche 15 minute shows, Robot Chicken, like that was kind of like pre-internet ideas if you think about it right yeah yeah i mean definitely a lot of the later stuff they got from the internet but they definitely influenced a lot of early Mm -hmm. internet humor and then even like the music like yeah like that's they played more music than mtv probably did at one point yeah maybe (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's a bold statement but i i would believe it then Re- like in the later years of mtv i mean mtv has like night like midnight uh rerun not reruns but that's when they run all of their like music video segment that's like, how like it used to be. Balls. i don't know yeah, if that's, yeah. yeah i'm saying it, like it doesn't exist anymore it's no. all it's just ridiculousness like 20 yeah, hours a day <laughs> Yeah, 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 but but then I, I don't think Adult Swim is really doing music in the evenings or during the day anymore either. I mean, it's all just in the bumps. Yeah. Guess what? My my comment is more so. MTV did not make me did not do music for a lot like ever, and it, and Adult Swim did bumps, and it was like this is more than MTV does. That's wild. Like, and exposes it to more things that isn't just like generic pop or whatever yeah adult swim like leaned into a lot of the the well it's funny because adult swim and toonami they all have like intimate ties with like rap and hip-hop and like funk and shit and like that 
that started to develop that like culture of like i mean i guess like black communities being interested in anime like like toonami is a huge influence on that so it's interesting how like you would eventually see like thundercat and shit doing like happening within bumps on mtv and uh or not mtv uh adult swim and i think it's a i think that's like a really cool subculture of adult swim and toonami it's like the overlap into like black music uh it's pretty intense it'd be a really cool playlist if there was like toonami songs like like songs that came out or debuted around adult swim and like artists that came out on adult swim and speaking of playlists and that's a segue gentlemen and that's a segue and a half look at andre so proud of me he's so proud <laughs> yeah he's so, that, his eyes that was a that eyes. was a segue all right <laughs> <laughs> andres has never met a segue he liked they're Damn. good ones i'm just saying that like <laughs> <laughs> that when you know the topic that you're trying to bring up and you just randomly say god i wish there were a playlist of songs from we were adult talking about music? what do you mean i think it's not that bad <laughs> i'm just saying that the subtlety is lacking when you know what point a and point b is like, if you know what you're looking for you're gonna find it <laughs> yeah the title like... of my latest playlist <laughs> oh okay playlist. i don't remember exactly playlist <laughs> there you go that's exactly what i have um so our topic this week was to create at least one playlist that was focused on some theme um i i've always admired the art of playlist making some people really know how to do that um I learned through this. I am not one of those people. <laughs> it was much harder than I thought. I started, I had like five with just two songs in it that I just got frustrated with and deleted eventually. Um, and I just submitted two. Um, Andres and May each submitted three within the first fucking day, gentlemen. Great job. Proud of you guys for that Oof. one. I was, I was excited. Uh, technically, I did four, but... I yeah, we're not going to talk about the other one. One was not... Uh... One was definitely a joke, although one was it, not sanctioned within the within the bylaws of this episode. Yeah, thank you, thank you for following the rules as they were made. Uh, for the record, I did not get to that playlist. Uh, but for our listeners, it was uh, Andres's collection of longest songs that he likes. It was <laughs> it was my top ten favorite songs above ten minutes. And Damn it. <laughs> and uh an additional hour-long song that's just really good <laughs> i don't know if i have a 10-minute song off the top of my head i think i have a few eight-minute songs i really enjoy um what's that one only in dreams by weezer that's a solid fucking song if you want to vibe for a little bit uh anyway um i did this because again i really admire it i think there's a lot of things you can do um with an idea and how to invoke that idea like that's all media is i have an idea how do i invoke this idea so this one was let's boil it down to just other things people have created and i want you to listen to it and tell me if you feel it or tell me what you wanted people to feel and that that's kind of it like tell us you you the creator tell me how you 
how you wanted to send this message. There, that's a better way of saying it. Um, <laughs> so I think as is not pod tradition, because we don't know every time this changes, I'm just going to go uh, first and just talk about my two playlists. I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to give the titles and ideas, and then I'll Good kick it. it over to the other guys. Or maybe we can do one and one, one and one, one and one. Sure. Um, so my main playlist, I made one called an ode to summer. Um, I wanted to make a playlist where it really showed me how I feel about summer and like how much it is fun and like just full of different things and different energies and activities at all times. It was when I was younger, like we're going to go to the beaches today. We're going to go to this, we're going to do this, this, and this. And then towards the end, I wanted it to be, um, songs that were kind of ending things that we're talking about like hold on don't go or like just i feelings of just lost losing it like because you don't want summer to end like when you're younger and even now like as i kind of experienced my last summer as an adult because i'm not going back to school and because i'm not doing that anymore i i kind of was just like this is as bittersweet as bittersweet can be for me so i really wanted to make something to show off that feeling um we'll talk about each one a bit more after i guess i just wanted to introduce that idea uh manny can you go yeah so i uh like like alexi said i made three the first one i made is uh perhaps my favorite out of all of them uh it has a lot of personal meaning but essentially the theme is surrounding like uh loss uh of a relationship or loss of a loved one and dealing with, like, the loneliness associated with it. Um, a little bit of, like, nihilistic uh, pessimism. Just, like, basically, like, how do you deal with the aftermath of losing someone close to you? And so it's pretty dark, but uh, I had a lot of fun creating it. Um, there's, like, a lot of songs that are, like, uh, like obviously intentionally sad. But then there are some songs that are, like, very coded in their meanings to both me and, and other people I know. And I, uh, I thought the overall like passage of it was, uh, like, like ordering the songs and choosing what songs to go on the playlist was, uh, actually very cathartic. Uh, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed making it. Um, it's my first one. Uh, yeah. Andres kick us off with one of yours. Okay, the main one I made, um, it's actually really funny because as I was listening to them, I realized that our main ones are basically follow the same arc. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was focusing on nostalgia and the struggles of really getting over that and realizing you need to move on so it's basically like one-to-one -one with alexis but mine is a lot more cynical i'd say <laughs> um i feel like we can say that about a lot of a lot of our lives <laughs> yeah I, mean, I just i i have tried to be the hopeless optimist because i definitely am not that person on the inside <laughs> and there's points where i'm like i feel like andres loves life more than i do <laughs> Some days I'm just so <laughs> depressed. That's pretty uh that's pretty bold. 
you uh, you you put you put yourself out there as the the optimist quite a lot. So you want to be the change you see in the world, Muhammad Gandhi or whoever the fuck said that. Muhammad. <laughs> well, Muhammad X. Uh, so I was yeah, say Muhammad Ali, and I bailed halfway through. <laughs> uh, so my playlist kind of just is a collection of songs that make me think back to various points in my life and and it kind of I'll be honest the way I started it was just picking a few of my favorite songs and trying to see what the theme between them were <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a good way to do it uh so that's kind of what I came up with is nostalgia and toward uh, the way I ordered it was trying to be n- like overly nostalgia and thinking back that eventually turns into I want to change and move past this and then the end mm-hmm. is kind of like oh man I it isn't easy to do this at all definitely not <laughs> definitely one of the hardest things in the world to do god because that I I won't say anything else, but yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, my second playlist I made, and my final one, is I made a thing called the soundtrack for Alexi's movie. Um, I don't know if you guys do this, but like, do you guys make music videos in your head about like every song you listen to? Or is it only specific ones? I've done it a couple of times for like certain songs, but not every song. Mm-hmm. Not every song, but there are a lot of songs that I listen to that definitely evoke music videos uh all of these songs uh, i put in this i have like written rough drafts for music video minus there's one i completely blanked on now that i see it i just remembered it um (laughs) i had never once in my like you were getting chills making music uh listening to music have you gotten that listening yeah 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 i've only had that happen twice and that is with one the first song no 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 like when i first like i got hit with the inspiration of like and really like wrote it down and i'd mm-hmm. never really had that feeling before and i remember that was just like a big day for me that was only like two years ago honestly like i never really did that so i really wanted to make this for myself more and just be like this is for me to be like proud and try to again keep trying to do more creative things even though i kind of it keeps escaping me as i go on uh but yeah that's me. cool uh yeah i uh i vibe with that um thanks man. i'll talk I'll, I'll talk more about your playlist because i i enjoyed it uh thanks, so yeah so i made i made two more uh the first one or the next one in in the order that i made them in is called uh boop bop and essentially it's like a weird mix of uh, what I guess you could call like progressive metal, uh, jazz and free improvisation slash like experimental music. Um, Plus one it's, harsh noise track in there. Yeah, yeah. There's a noise track in here, uh, which I I uh, some Mertzbau. Gotta yeah. love that Mertzbau. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun making this one. I this one started out very much like like uh like Andres, like you were talking about your starting out um in that i just chose a couple of songs that i really liked and tried to figure out what 
uh, like what common threads there were. And I noticed as I was adding like three or four, five songs that they all centered around, um, like, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, having jazz as a common idiom that like influences each subgenre in different ways. So this album is sort of, or the, the playlist is very much about like different elements of jazz and like melodic figuration um certain forms of like rhythm and and just like different forms of expression uh expression across like what seem like very disparate genres like um there yeah there are a couple of of songs on here that are like straight up like noise or and then there's like a joe satriani song on here so it's all just sort of like uh really about the balance between these genres and how they all end up sharing jazz as sort of a common language uh but yeah it was i was it was fun making it's it's very some of it's very disjunctive but uh that's also sort of my style so <laughs> uh, let's jam yeah so uh andres hit us uh my second playlist or my other two playlists i themed towards things that alexi and manny would appreciate my second one was towards alexi where it was songs i used to kind of lift my spirits uh i titled it not sad this time question mark because as i was making it i realized a lot of the songs that i listen to to lift my spirits aren't exactly happy (laughs) (laughs) but they are up tempo so uh yeah i mean as is a pretty simple thing uh and all of them do cheer me up whether or not they're actually supposed to or not i threw in i mean for example the weird one of the group is probably number of the beast by iron maiden <laughs> I, was, I had it on while I was working, and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> like, <laughs> this is such a drastic change in the last few songs 666 yeah but also like I, as the i can get into it more but the story behind that song in particular was that I was driving home from work one time and it came on and I literally was smiling like an idiot the entire time it was on because I love that song so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But what's your last playlist, Manny? Oh, uh, my last one is also uh, a sort of collection or subgenre of music that is very uh, close to my heart uh and it's titled white girl 2000s uh so before you go on i remember when i listened to your playlist playlist one i was like fucking shit like jesus christ and then the next one came (laughs) on like this is the best man he's ever gonna get this is the happiest i'm ever gonna feel this is so fun i like some of this shit a lot and then you hit us with white girl 2000s and i was like (laughs) What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I was looking through. I'm like, I like so uh, most of these songs. Yeah, I mean, like the the beautiful thing about White Girl 2000s, uh, which I mean, uh, to 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 put it in the perspective, this is not the only White Girl 2000s playlist on Spotify with the exact wow, same really? title. <laughs> there are like 
there are like dozens of these that specifically say white girl 2000s i just wanted to add my own voice into the mix as uh the white girl that i am uh and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they're like uh there's some bangers on here uh but the long and short of it is it's just a collection of some of the poppiest uh I arguably some of the the most well written like pop songs fronted by like uh women from the two thousands that they all just bang real hard. I mean, you got some Ali and AJ, got some Avril Lavigne, got uh one Vanessa Carlton track that's uh, quite popular. I'm so uh, mad you don't have any CRJ in there. Like no, it hurt my heart. <laughs> no Taylor Swift. Was that right about I, that one? I mean the the thing is I wanted to keep it two thousand like I wanted to hit like That's turn true. of the cent turn of the century that was my that was my goal is like turn of the century like Disney Channel like you gotta you have to know Hillary Duff has a a close place in my heart is that true and, <laughs> no it's a it's a joke uh, between a couple of people but uh yeah come clean is the first song on the on the playlist and it uh it sets the tone. For like this, like post Disney, like white girl shit, and it was great. Uh, but yeah, I think we are at Andres's last playlist now. Uh, my last playlist was aimed towards Manny, and it's called "Is It Actually Sad," which is the flip side of my other one, and it's all songs that I have at one point cried to. <laughs> and i named it is it actually sad because a lot of them also aren't exactly supposed to be sad especially the last (laughs) two but i just can't remove them from context um i basically it's ordered from most least likely to make me cry to most likely um and what you were saying earlier, Lexi, about the My Chemical Romance song, uh, a lot of most of the first few songs on this are from that feeling of like chills and just like my my step up from getting the chills from a song is like mm-hmm. starting to tear up a little. Oh yeah, yes, uh, I agree with that. And then the last few songs are just like things with a context that I am not able to remove and therefore end up crying every time I'm like actually actively listening to the songs. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say we do have one overlapping track, which is which is Wake Up by Arcade Fire. That was in my first playlist. Yeah. got me sad that's a good song i love that song so much and i'm yeah there's like part of me that's upset that it has that connotation with me like i cannot listen to it and not (laughs) not cry (laughs) 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 that was like so many negatives but basically (laughs) i cry every time i listen to that song that was like so many negatives could be the title of manny's first playlist yeah well i mean there's some there's some nice things about it (laughs) before we go into detail about uh our playlist i'd like to just go through the ones i tried making um i made one called the journey 
and I was really trying to make a playlist centered on um, a a story. I wanted to write a story with each song like being a scene, and I got to like four, and I was like, I I don't know nine more songs to to put into this that doesn't repeat <laughs> an artist because I listen to the same artist all the time or feels like wrong or like shoehorned in. And that was my first week. I swear to God, just like going <laughs> oh. through it. And then the other one that got pretty far um, along in conception was um, play before rebellion, which is basically just like any song I put on that makes me remember my time as a teenager and just fucking hating anything that was going on in my life. It was just like that anger and angst. I really wanted to make that one. And I kind of just lost the, it got time got lost with me and I just couldn't finish it. I might finish them and put them on uh, as when we do social media for this episode and just be like, here's, here's my extras. Um, but we'll see what happens there. And then I, I had my, um, the one playlist I'm very proud of, Depression Destroyer, which is two and a half hours long. And I was like, I, th- I don't think I can put that. It's not fair to put <laughs> that super yeah, long Yeah, you literally told us to. not to reuse <laughs> our already made playlist. Yes, I was like, I don't want to give you guys any little thing. And I felt it would be unfair if I just pulled from that playlist. Like, I pulled songs from it, but, like, I didn't want to re- re- try to redo this. I didn't want to do a remake Hollywood style. <laughs> um. If so, we're being real, I like created six playlists. Yeah, in yeah. I think weird... again, this was hard for me. I don't know why. I just, I just don't have this. I'm not ready to say things are done. I think is a lot of it too. Like oh, I'll, okay. I'll conceptualize and I'll be like, oh no, this is important. Like I don't know how to just let it go. That's a big deal I have. Yeah, yeah. Andres made a couple more playlists. I ended up doing an, an a, like one or two more playlists that were. I did like a like a all covers playlist. Were you guys just sharing with each other? I mean, I just I just made my monthly playlist. Yeah, you made your monthly like, one, and and I also put together my yearly one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I no, I just made a couple. I didn't share them. Uh, okay. I I uh one of the songs, well, a couple of the songs off of White Girl Two Thousands was. Uh, are so popular that they had like really cool covers of them and so i added those to a playlist and then i was like well i already started it uh and covers are covers are surprisingly covers are fun cool there's some really i think spotify has a the spotify sessions where they do they really promote people to do covers of things oh that's cool the av club i think it's the av club who on youtube and they'll just have people on and you have to like they have a oh it's called the list i think and they'll mm-hmm. have like 15 songs and they'll invite a band and it's like pick from these 15 songs which one you want to cover and then so the next person that comes only has 14 to pick and so eventually like you only have three songs you might not even know the songs but you have to cover them by, by like their rules um, uh, interesting that's led to like some really um interesting ones for sure uh there's a spotify covers i really just want to highlight i think it's um Drake it's a Drake song covered by the Arctic Monkeys and it's it's really good. That's fun. <laughs> it's really uh, fun. I'm uh, we can we can throw our covers. 
Uh, there's a while we're on the topic of like cover. I really, I could, t- I love things. covers. Please go I mean, on. me too. There's, uh, there's a uh, sort of something like Audio Tree in Australia called Triple J. I think, uh, I think we're talking about the same. Th- yeah, Triple J was who I was thinking of first. The AV Club does the list. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Uh, Triple J is great. Triple J brings like they they do have a lot of like Australia only acts that come on, but. Because they're in Ascent- Australia, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they do have like big names come through. Like Childish Gambino did one. Uh, he did uh, "To Me Is Into You," which I really love. Uh, it's, a, it's like a stripped down sort of instrumental version of "Into You" or "So Into You." I think is the the correct title there. The other the other one I wanted to highlight from Triple J is, oh God, it's not. I don't know why I was about to say Denzel Washington. That is not their name. Denzel Curry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Denzel Bulls Curry doing. Parade, I'm sure. Yeah, doing Bulls on Parade, which I I love. Uh, just because he like gets the screams and shit like down so well, it's a uh, it's really good. And then he throws a verse in there that is. Uh, I'm not familiar with Denzel Curry's rapping style, but it's essentially just all crazy syncopated political shit, and it's pretty great. So, uh, yeah, those are. Oh, and then Ceres has a cover of "A Thousand Miles," and it's like a it's like a pop punk version of "A Thousand Miles" that I really love. So, oh, that's what it's called, AV Club Undercover. Sorry, I fucked up. I'm not finding cover. Stuff. I don't know if AV Club went down. I think they're going through changes right now. Oh, really? They had a few good ones. Uh, I think there was a Reggie Watts covers uh, Van Halen, Panama. <laughs> That's cool. That, like that, that seems. Every time I see Reggie Watts, I think of Manny. Oof. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm like, That's Manny. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I'm going to just move straight on to it. And I'm going to talk about my first uh, playlist, Ode to Summer. Um, it's uh, my, out of the, these playlists, I'm going to try just to do a theme. One of my favorite tracks off this one that I put on here um, that maybe you guys have never heard of is uh, The Cult of Dionysus. I think is one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard in my life. I don't know what it is about it. I think it's really fun and just evokes like this like very upbeat, like funky idea while also being like, let's just straight up fuck and like do shit and like <laughs> who cares about anything else? Let's just like love each other, which I think is a very fun idea for Summer to be like, the time of like get it let it go and like let's have fun like it's summer like all these things have to happen because it's summer it's like the best time of the year and like it's a very odd for sure but like i i really felt that song um evoked a great feeling out of me i wish i had a timestamp to show but like their their chorus where it goes back and forth between the two lead singers is one of my favorite things music does where it's just like two people kind of singing and complimenting each other and then like singing the chorus together is like one of my favorite parts out of it. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys thought about the playlist. I thought it was pretty fun. It was definitely a lot more wistful than I thought it was going to be. It was listening to this one or to your first playlist that made me realize that Almost all of our playlists ended up having a very common theme. (laughs) Yeah. So honestly, I wasn't really quite expecting that, especially with the 
theme ode to summer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a, I, don't, I, I didn't know what else to call it. I, I had one called Beach Episode for a long time, which is just like songs to have fun at the beach. And this didn't, I didn't feel like that was what I wanted for this one. But it is, it it's fitting to Ode to Summer. I mean, with both mm-hmm. of your guys, it was kind of funny to see songs that I know pretty well on them. Like, I was pretty surprised to see All Night by Chance the Rapper on there. That's a bomb, brother. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, that's a good song. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was pretty fun, too. I'm... I was uh I was pleasantly surprised to listen to Funky Town <laughs> so early on. I love uh, Funky Town, dude. I love Funky it's Town. It's been so long since I've heard the like full song to Funky Town. <laughs> I watched the part in Shrek where they go to Far Far Away. Is it Shrek one or Shrek Two where they go to Far Far Away and they play Funky Town? It's uh two. I think it's two, right? Shrek two I think yeah. it's two. It's two for sure. Now I'm thinking about it. And I was just like, God, I fucking love this song. Like, <laughs> and it's again, I put it in the beginning because you travel during the summer. You go place in the summer. You visit vacation town. You visit and you do this, this, and this. Like you you do things and you 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 go to places, which was what I really wanted to like show off. And then the all night for Andres's previous one. You also get fucked up, and so, like you go and you, you <laughs> drink too much, and you do things, and you're with your friends. And that's at least what I like to do now: is be with people and not be in my room anymore. Yeah, that was a uh, that was fun to to hear Funky Town, uh, mostly because I the association with it, like like once once you put it in context of like this being a summertime playlist of some sort. Uh, it makes a lot of sense in like a in like a fun context, but it's also like genre wise, it's very different than some of yeah. the other songs that we get. So I think that that's and and I also did that again on purpose because yeah, summer yeah, yeah. is multiple things. Summer is sometimes you have the summer job and like the, the summer this and the other. Just you know, I don't know. I, I I'm glad I got this. This was kind of came through, if not because it's a little obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just thought it was it was fun to have the juxtaposition of genres there uh, yeah. a lot. Uh, also, like, yeah, I knew there were like a lot. Uh, the songs I know on this playlist, I know really well. Mm-hmm. The things like things like Funky Town and like uh, Daylight, Mister Blue Sky, uh, but some of the other songs on the playlist that I've never heard of, uh, I know like nothing about like first time hearing them, uh, because I don't know the artist. So it was very, it was very nice to, to get that, that like extreme juxtaposition where like, I really tried to do a splash of like people I'm really listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, also because I feel like I listen to more music during the summer because I'm just putting on speakers. Mm. And so like, I, the happy fits i just saw them perform uh last saturday and so they're just like in my head right now they phenomenal shows phenomenal shows um yeah so yeah that one was one like i figured you guys don't listen to the happy fits like i feel like that's someone you guys definitely don't know and i was like i definitely want to include definitely 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 i want to include people i like re- that really mean a lot to me good kid happy fits and just put them in here front and center. 
and front bumps. I remember you guys made fun of him for a little bit. I was like, eh, I like this song a lot. I don't give a shit. I, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm probably the one that made fun of the front bottoms. And what was the yeah. comment? Yeah, the, it was something like I don't remember what it was. It was I remember you guys said it, and I was just like, "Dude, but they're so they're fun." I don't, <laughs> front 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 bottom fans and what they like. To preface, <laughs> that is, that is I don't listen to the front bottoms, so none of what I say about the front bottoms is based in anything. It's just based on what I've heard <laughs> other people say about the front mm. bottoms. So, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what did Second they hand. say? <laughs> Secondhand anger. Yeah. No. I can definitely see, though, if it's like, oh, they have a fan base. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like A, a fan base can ruin something. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but but overall, the playlist, I, I, I really like that having those, like, like having the front bottoms on here. Like, honestly, I know very little about... Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it's uh that was a really nice thing and i think that that happened uh actually it happened way less in the in your second playlist alexi but uh because yeah. i know like i know all the songs uh sans ki- good kid with mm-hmm. aside from good kid because i don't know good kid we'll get to well. we'll get to it yeah but but that was a uh, yeah your playlist was fun um i, I wanted to definitely make sure i shouted out the one thing when you're done um before you before you finish the don't dream it's over was definitely my like this is the perfect thing to put at the end in my opinion of just like yeah yeah this it's it's over but like things are gonna keep going and I, and now everyone's like again like i was just saying like man we really are just people who miss <laughs> times of our lives aren't we? <laughs> sorry man yeah. go ahead. no that, i was i was gonna bring exactly that up which is like you ended it on a note that i think like without that without don't dream it's over it would have lost that sort of like nostalgia pulling feeling mm-hmm. uh, overall, just because it also brings the energy into a different space. Uh, it's a, I I mean, I don't, I don't remember the song that well, but it gave me the same feeling I got when I saw the second half of like Jerry Sue's skate part in that, like the, the tone, the tone shift is just pretty drastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, b- before it is, Wait a minute, and Dosa Mimosas, two like pretty upbeat songs, and like very di- different feelings. So I yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's sort of the that's sort of the vibe I got. And I think without without Don't Dream It's Over, it would have mostly been like a this is summer, uh, lots of stuff happening. It's fun. It's chaotic. Yeah. Uh, but but that nostalgia feeling would have would have probably diminished a little bit. So I think it was a it was a cool way to end it. Thanks, man. Yeah. I also just yeah. know you love that song in general. Song. So I love that it, song. It didn't surprise me to see that on there. But there were a couple songs towards the beginning where if you catch the lyrics, it's definitely a lot like wistful for wanting vacation something town is, else. i want to be back where that's true I, like, that's true i want to be back there yeah um, yeah yeah mm-hmm. it definitely it definitely is uh the fun- funky town is is not really that <laughs> <laughs> i want to take you there the idea and hopefulness of what it could be yeah yeah I'm gonna... maybe i should have switched those should have switched those huh in the that context of this playlist i definitely funky town did kind of catch a different vibe to me though like yeah 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 yeah. won't you take me to funky town like you're not there already 
you need yeah, somebody you to take you. You need then. to go there. Yeah, it's the thing of we grew up in this weird sound where there's nothing to do. So people are like, where do we go? It's like, you go to fucking Funky Town, bro. And it's like, oh, okay. Let's go Funky Town. <laughs> Damn. That's some drug reference. Picking, picking your friends, too, of like, I really want to hang out more with these guys this summer. Like, I really want to do, like, let's go. I want to take you there. I want to make, like, trying to, like, establish those friendships for the coming years, et cetera, et cetera. And isn't the verse before the chorus of Funky Town saying, like, you're basically just, I want to find a place. And then it's like, let mm-hmm. me take you to Funky Town. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It It is wistful. I mean, I'm not trying to deny it's wistful. But it is a... <laughs> It's fucking funky town. Yeah, it's, funky town. <laughs> it's, it's just the connotation of the norm of the song outside of the playlist is just so strong. Yeah, that like you're not gonna flip it entirely. In yeah, I mean, you're course. excited for it, man. You're excited for something. It it did make me reflect a little on funky town. Is like, <laughs> oh, maybe this is a cheerful song, but maybe I want to put that. I'm gonna put that in my notes. Of this song. Oh, I also I want to talk about the picture I took for this one. Um, when I went running at the beach one time, that's a vulture at the beach. That's or cool. like a buzzard or something. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like freaking out when I saw it devouring a dead seal. Yo, they hungry, um, fam. They hungry. It made me reflective of Funky Town. Now it's going on the playlist. Nice. Um, it made me nostalgic for Funky Town. But also, I think your earlier comment of, unrelated to the playlist exactly, but your earlier comment of not knowing when things are finished, I think is kind of a big thing about playlists. Like, I definitely. You go and you add. I definitely forever. sent you guys my playlist. <laughs> and then immediately changed it. <laughs> so. yes, yes, I did. I did that too. Uh, but I did it before. I think anyone listened, so it's fine. But uh, it's a- because I was, I was just looking at the cover for uh, coloring book on Spotify right now, and I was thinking, oh man, I should have put one of those songs on. I like put happy same playlist. drugs on. I would have cried. <laughs> same drugs. Same drugs fucks me up. I don't know what it is about it. I to me that's another one that's like a perfect like it's about like growing up. To me that's about a breakup. Like that made me so reflective of like a previous relationship of like we're not the same people anymore. We don't do the same things anymore. Like we're different people than when we were back then. And it hurts my fucking heart to think that and it's like it it makes me sad. I honestly the song I would have put on there is finish line drown the drown part is like one of my favorite moments from chance the rapper even though it's not him it's no name (laughs) (laughs) that's a good song let's move on before we go i just want to say my microphone is blue my sweater's blue and my knee is black and so is this thing and it just looks like i don't know it's very funny to me anyway man go ahead with your playlist (laughs) this is a visual gag for all the people at home yeah, he's got some visual gags happening. Uh, it's pretty nice. My face. <laughs> uh, okay, so are we about to hit heavy territory. Um, oh, that yeah, I didn't even mention the title of the playlist. It's just goodbye, but like mirrored. Uh, I really like. 
I thought it was like a P at first. I thought it was like Poobai or something. Yeah. <laughs> I the G like always Poo-Bai. throws me off so I get much but once I, I got it. it, I got it. But <laughs> it does look like Is there no backwards Poo-Bai. G in like your keyboard? I mean, I just use some random uh application on a on a web site to do that. So I don't know how to type backwards on my keyboard. I'm not what do you what am I, a science person? So this playlist is is uh pretty out there. It's it it tries to be very like emotionally stark, uh, which which comes off a little weird. Like I'm I'm actually realizing that like without the context of the playlist, it definitely is just like a lot of sort of like vaguely associated songs. Um and I think really to like get get a theme of loss going you 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 would have to dig into the lyrics of each of them uh i i will say like my favorite part about this playlist is finding that dangers had like a spoken word track on one of their albums <laughs> uh it's uh it's just so good it's also extremely aggressive uh in terms of emotional content uh but it's only 46 seconds long and it starts off the playlist. Uh, oh, and I guess like while I'm giving like the quick rundown of the playlist, uh, I finally got to bring up hospice on this podcast. I'm going to say uh, one fucking thing about that hospice song. That was a good fucking song. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's that a great song. Yeah. I, I, I tried to include songs that, that not only have like some emotional and sort of contextual meaning behind them, but also songs that I just really like too. Um, I think like I started out the playlist by like picking some songs that were emotionally very important to me. And it just so happens that like most of those songs tend to be fun and good songs. Uh, Fun, fun is uh, subjective there. Uh, I mean like exciting songs to me. Um, But yeah, uh, we got we got some dangers on it. We got some we got the antlers, which is that uh, hospice. We have epilogue from that. Uh, some touche amore, the hotelier, city in color. Um, some soft some soft tracks on this, which I I uh, wanted to do to to pace it out. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on on the playlist. So you said there was a lot of things connected to it. There's a lot of just dudes with acoustic guitars saying things <laughs> at me on this fucking playlist. Yeah. Welcome to welcome to emo. <laughs> I was just like, man, dude, is this the same fucking guy singing still? Like, is this the same song? I was going, and I was just like, I couldn't really like you may sometimes I, I have trouble with the lyrics and I can only listen to like each playlist. Like I did it once, I tried going for twice, at least with certain songs. Um so uh, the lyrics I think were lost on me. So if there's any ones that like you specifically want to talk about i think that'd be very helpful for me um but yeah a lot of just dudes just being like i want to strum this wonder wall bum, 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 bum. <laughs> there are a couple of those uh uh i mean i don't really have any like lyrical content that i would like love to touch on it sort of just it i am realizing now that it's every single vocalist on this is a guy uh which i mean contextually it wouldn't matter so much if it was not all like uh, (laughs) some form of like emo or punk or like some like rock dominated aesthetic (laughs) 
I think it would I think that that would matter less if if that was if that wasn't the case, but unfortunately I don't have any funky towns on here, so. Anders, what do you think? I when I I don't think I really looked at the track list. So when I put it on for the first time, I was just driving home from work. And obviously the danger song is like something that I hadn't heard before, but or not obviously. I think I have listened to that album once, seconds. but um <laughs> when I heard the first three songs, it was just like, oh shit, I wasn't really expecting to know any of these songs, honestly. And then I've <laughs> Like Flowers and You is on my yearly playlist because I've listened to it so many times. Like, I love that song. It's a good song. And it just reminded me that everybody loves the hotel year, but I definitely have not been able to get into that. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I definitely also was only really able to listen to it a handful of times, so I didn't catch all of the acoustic songs like what the full meaning was of the songs and whatnot although i can kind of guess based on the theme of the playlist um and then wake up would come on and i would just cry so (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's sort of like a uh the hotelier comment it's a it's something i've like the only song I really vibe with is probably their most popular song, which is your deep rest. Uh, all of the other songs off of that album and their other album, they're all, they all feel very, I I, I don't know what word it is, but it's, it's like they're all, they all almost do it for me, but they never like fully reach the point where I'm like, yeah, that was like a great song. I'd love to listen to it again. Um, and I think that's, honestly a symptom of like a lot of like emo associated acts uh there's there's like an issue with like songwriting where like if you're if you're too similar across your entire album it starts to blend together and then if you're too if you're too dissimilar it doesn't like a cohesive album yeah, yeah and and i think a lot of what i've encountered with like uh, a lot of punk and emo affiliated acts like like modern baseball is one of them i tried getting into mm. modern baseball and like there's like one album where i just everything feels like the same song and i'm like uh it's really hard for me to to really dive in um yeah but i feel like the, the hotelier has that problem so i went to two shows in the past month i went to go see a show that was a future funk show and Future Funk is a very fun genre. I didn't put any in to, oh, to Summer because I could have probably swapped out one or two. I just didn't think it felt right at the time. Future Funk is like electronic funk music. It's very, very fun. A lot of like Japanese influences in there. It sounded like one big song for three hours. Very few distinct things. No lyrics. Like very seldom lyrics. Seldom lyrics. So you're just like, I didn't feel it. It wasn't as fun for me. And then we went to another show. And the three acts were Snarls, Mags, Happy Fits. And each of them had such different energy. But within themselves, they did feel the same, if that makes sense. Like, at one point with Happy Fits, like, they do have a cello player, a guitarist, and a drummer. 
and like that's a unique set of instruments usually but there was a point where like when the drive home we were talking about it and we were discussing it just felt like they sound the same if you hear them all back to back played in front of you like it's kind of <laughs> what it is so i feel like it's a definitely a uh, just a thing with music having to make so many songs for an album you know it comes that way even then i've heard some eps where it's like these three songs you only gave me five songs and three of them sound the same two are pretty distinct but three are, are like if you play them back to back i couldn't tell you where they are eventually you can just di- distinguish them and learn each unique thing but that's also a different problem entirely yeah i think it I think a lot of it also has to do with how much attention you can give to the music at the, at a given exactly. time. Exactly. Uh, I think that that's something that's something that like across all of our playlists, uh, there are different ideas uh, uh, of how to approach that. Uh, there are like some playlists where you could listen very passively, and they would all feel that way, or they would all feel like like they're each distinct and different because there are just so many different genres um, uh, associated. And with other ones, I feel like if uh, like like, for example, the one I made it, there are enough similarities that like there isn't entirely full distinct things uh, or enough distinction to like really separate too much. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like that's like you said, it's a common problem with like a lot of music. Uh, and- Here's a, a question. I, I think about this and I, I don't know. Again, I'm not. Um... I'm not in the music industry at all. Do you think there's time where like maybe big labels or something or people are like, you have to release X number. You have to release minimum number of songs. You have to release minimum time of song or whatever. Like you have to maximize this, this release. And so maybe sometimes they chug out a song or two that is a bit to themselves formulaic just so they can fill in time. And like, yeah, they still care about the song, but like I've, and then that's probably true for some artists. I've definitely, I think AWOL Nation said sale was like, I made a beat I liked. And then I just said random words for some reason. People fucking liked it. I don't, it doesn't mean anything. So inject whatever meaning you want. So I'm sure this does happen, but like, I've always had that thought. Maybe ever since hearing him say that of padding for time. I don't know, I don't know why I'm doing this. It definitely happens. Uh, I think it happens less now that, we're in an age where like artists can self-release yeah. uh, without any limitation, but uh, but that definitely used to happen at least. I I I know it used to. I'm sure it still does. I'm not sure yeah. how. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just know that I've uh, been watching, or I have watched all like eight hours of the Beatles get back, and that's basically the story of them going into the studio saying okay we need to make enough songs to perform for this show because i mean it's less because of the label more just something that they wanted to do i think it all there probably was some label dealings with it but they had their own label basically by that time so but a lot of the beginning of that docu series i guess it's called is them trying to piece together songs as fast as possible to the point where they're going 
through songs that they wrote probably 10 years ago just to see if they can salvage anything yeah (laughs) yeah so i mean i think i think there definitely is a push for more major label artists to try to come up with literally anything they can and it can just end up not really working out sometimes or end up being just a mishmash and or being a sale and catching on (laughs) that's crazy i mean i wonder like what the idea that does sound like an interesting idea though being like maybe they just just like let's make new songs but then it sounds like they were forcing themselves to do it because sometimes you know under pressure you make a diamond and like maybe they had a I don't know what songs came out of that, but I'm sure they had a few hits. I don't know. It's just an idea I was throwing around. I, I like that there's a lot of actually context to this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was surprised I didn't immediately hate hospice. You guys talk about it like it's like it's fucking Voldemort and Harry Potter. And I, I definitely felt like a nice... There was a few songs to me that did invoke a sense of... Uh, for someone who's like had a lot of loss in his life, a sense of peace and a sense of... um just like trying to understand your own feelings at the time, you know, like, and maybe I, I got that through a roundabout way of like, what is this person trying to say? And I could look inward and be like, what am I trying to say? And then the end with uh, the six golden ticket, just kind of like anger at times. I just don't know how to say it. Yeah. You know, just like, I just need to get this feelings out of there again, like a perfect ending for what I think you were trying to go through, at least for what I wanted to interpret for what you were trying to say. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I did that intentionally. Intentionally, I really yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, lyrically and also energy wise, it it makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was hoping you you were saying you actually listened through all of Hospice the album because I was gonna be like, oh, I'm damn. sure eventually we're gonna do that. So I'm gonna let that happen <laughs> as it happens. <laughs> <laughs> nah. and i just you know <laughs> nah we uh we probably won't <laughs> uh but yeah yeah thanks i yeah i love the status landscape they're like a they're a great band so mm-hmm. i had wanted to throw them on also as like a yo listen to this person screaming uh cuz i didn't really have any any songs on on this playlist that really hit that level um so i was like oh yeah Status Landscape really rounds that out mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Touche Amore has a little bit of it. it. Yeah. Flowers and You is definitely one of their more softer songs in comparison to the rest of their discography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, uh, Stage 4 overall is, is, a, is a softer album. Yeah. Uh, which is where that comes from. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a good album. Uh very good album. Yeah. Um I'm surprised Manny none of yours have any details added to them. No image, no caption. Yeah, I Just didn't uh, think about it or like not in any way of like, um, oh Manny, I see you didn't uh, finish your homework. And what is that? More like, <laughs> it, what, like why? Like to me, that's always the funnest part of any playlist is adding in pictures. I don't know mm. why that. Because <laughs> no one uh, really sees them, so I'm always just like, he's a little treat for someone. 
Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, part of it was that I ignored it initially because I did them so early. And then mm-hmm. once I saw once I saw you all add them, I was like, oh, maybe I should do it. But uh, I think it's a nice contrast to have as well. I mean, you sort of get an image of what the album art for each of the four songs that come immediately. Especially the, the Dangers Messy is an album. That one fucking Jesus Christ. Christ, that album cover. It's yeah, a, it's a Jesus Christ that album in general, album, based yeah. on the really? concept. The con yes. the concept is very much related to the album cover. Oh my god! <laughs> and, There's uh, like a tarantula type. I'm not into this album anymore. I'm scared. And it's it's also relevant to the playlist idea as a whole. That's why I also threw in like this nihilistic pessimism, nihilistic realism thing. Uh, dangers um kiss dangerous with spit single cover it's like a lady with like worms in her mouth like it's a drawing of a lady with worms in her mouth it's pretty cool that's cool yeah and there's a rhino <laughs> it's just like a <laughs> fucking rhino i mean the energy that you get from love poem which is the dangerous track i included uh energy wise it's really low but like uh emotional content wise that's like that's like the trip for the entire album mm-hmm. so okay so it's a it's pretty like outwardly aggressive with its like look how fucked up everything is uh why is everything like this i i would say i would say they're not asking they're not asking why is everything like this they're just saying everything is like this and you're gonna have to deal with it that's like oh that's worse yeah 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 i don't like those that's nihilistic pessimism for you yeah you guys get over it (laughs) yeah uh yeah there's some good uh some bands i really like i feel like uh what just one more thing about this playlist before i move on um i really like polar bear club and they don't really get a lot of talk uh i really like their name of this album clash battle guilt pride like that's that's an amazing name for an album yeah they're uh they're like a new york band that used to be a little bit more scream heavy but they're the vocal range of like the the lead vocalist is like right in like baritone range which is pretty low yeah i definitely Uh, really dug the vocals on that song yeah it's so good i love the vocalist for for polar Mm -hmm. bear club also ponner ponner is is also like the 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 quieter point in the playlist because it's sort of just like for most of the song it's just like these these like single crashes and then like sustained with uh where they sort of fade out and the vocalist singing it's it's sort of a a quieter point uh but yeah polar bear club check them out they're fun uh yeah andres hit us with your with your uh your first playlist okay so my first playlist uh it's the nostalgia one i will be up front in saying this was basically just my way to talk about the song I See It Too by The Brave Little Abacus and Beauty by Awake But Still In Bed. Those are easily, they're on my most played songs of the year because the Spotify uh, wrapped thing just dropped and they're on my playlist. They're in the top five songs that I've listened to this year. Um, They're also just my favorites. And I was trying to think about why I like both of them so much. 
and what they kind of have in common. And I see it too really reminds me of growing up in my family house and just like being in the backyard and kind of the way things change over time. At least that's what the lyrics are about. And beauty is a lot less subtle in its lyricism because you can really just project whatever you want onto I See It Too. The lyrics are pretty uh, cryptic in a sense. Uh, but beauty is very much hit you over the head <laughs> with, with uh, the emotional intent of things. So... And that song has a lot to do with nostalgia also and wanting to be the or wanting things to be the way they were and wondering why they aren't anymore, basically, and whether you should even bother <laughs> trying to make things better. Uh... So I just kind of filled in the gaps from there with a lot of other fa my favorite songs. And uh, my favorite moment of this playlist is definitely the transition from Lion Eyes by the Eagles to Beauty because the way Lion Eyes ends is, Honey, you can't hide your lying eyes. And I, I basically included that song for the last verse in general because i love that last verse but the way the song ends is honey you can't lie hide your lying eyes and then the way beauty starts is immediately why not oh <laughs> <laughs> i'll stop talking about it because i could just <laughs> i could just break down why i put every song in there because there's various yeah. different reasons but i will refrain <laughs> i i I'm avoiding that. Yeah, we, <laughs> because I know we all could. Um, I really just, I was listening to all this, and then I remember I start. I'm trying to listen to the replacements more, and I do it when I'm at work because I really I I enjoy what's the lead singer's name? Paul Westerberg. I like how he sings. I like that. Like, I don't know if it's he's not talking, but like it's almost just like I like how it's, he says stuff. It's pretty folksy, like. I'm not yeah. I'm not entirely sure what his inspiration was, but I, we're going to have to do the replacements episode eventually because of eventually the, we have to because of the cover of this podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh so I'll explain it. I'll explain the band history then, but I like I like that song and then going into Streetlights by Kanye. I was just listening to my car. I didn't like the track list. And I was just like, man, like, I haven't heard Kanye a long time. I haven't heard this song a long time. And I just have always liked that, like, bum, 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 I like, I just like, it feels good. And it really does. I just, Kanye, but maybe not so much now, but before he used to be just a person who really could empower a person. Like, his speeches at, like, concerts really were, like, really empowering to me. And this that always makes me think of it. Just like, I don't know. I just, I just really needed to say those words because that's what I was feeling when I listened to it again. Manny, save me from this nothing I've become. 
I won't make the same joke. Um, the the track list for the playlist is pretty hip. There's a lot of variants, which uh, which I I've noticed that like uh, a lot of uh, the playlists that you make on dress, there's there's enough of uh, I'm not sure if this is fully intentional or if this is just how your like musical ear works, but uh, there's always a little bit of variance across genres that uh is is not it's not as simple as like here's like something that's associated with midwest emo and here's something that's like hip-hop but also there's there's like variants inside of it where you have uh for example you have like brave little abacus going to sonic youth going to the smashing pumpkins and uh and there's like even though those are all like quote-unquote rock oriented um like bands with with rock as their sort of overarching genre uh there's always like enough variance in there that it doesn't really feel samey like we were talking about before so um i'm not sure how intentional that is or if it's just like a a byproduct of of what you listen to so i i appreciate it's kind that. of it's kind of both i it's usually pretty intentional but it's intentional for me because I really, the way my musical ear works is when, as we were talking before, when things start to get too samey, it just starts to really blend together. And I really don't, I, I don't like that feeling of listening to something and then looking at my phone and say, seeing that it's like three songs later and I'm just stuck with that feeling of what happened to all the other songs i didn't even realize that it was different so i usually just try to avoid that for myself by trying to find little idiosyncrasies maybe that work between songs and because the way I order my playlist is usually, or the way I start to order my playlist is I listen to the last 10 seconds of a song, and then I listen to the start of a song and try to fit them together like a puzzle almost. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of takes away the context what I'm trying. I'm, I'm also like listening to songs as you're talking. So like like a little bit. Can you say that part one more time for me? I'm so sorry. You like to do the beginning and the end, and then work from there. Well, I I usually try to. What I'll do when I'm making a playlist is I'll choose the first song, I'll choose the last song. If I put anything in my playlist where it's like, oh, this pairing is really good, then I'll put that in, but. The way I order it usually is I'll listen to the last 10 seconds-ish and then I'll see if it reminds me of any of the other songs on the playlist and I'll usually just try to fit them together and listen to that like 15 seconds of going from one song to the next and if it works in my eyes and I'll just kind of leave it and then listen to the full thing. And if it works, it works. Interesting. 
that's so like starkly different from what I do, which mm. is just what does this make me feel what my title is? Yes. Does this make me feel what my title is? And then going back and like organizing the songs was something I rarely, if ever, do. Um, so that was like a unique thing for me in this thing. Is Manny, is the same for you or do you uh, like? I, uh, I do what Andres does. Uh, pretty much exactly oh, so i'm the weird one uh, i uh i listen to like the last 20 or 30 seconds of a song uh and then the like the first 20 or 30 seconds of the next song and then place them like that um interesting yeah there were there were a couple songs in my playlist that didn't work out that well that way but i included them just because they meant a lot to me so uh but generally that's also how i function yeah the way I ended up kind of constructing this playlist was in like small groups. I definitely wanted to make sections of the playlist. So I'd say. Yeah, I tried that with the summer one. So I'd say on my playlist, I see it too to springing leaks is probably one section Marquee Moon to Streetlights is another section, and then Echo Bravo to Fuck Dantooine is Big is the last one. The part, the joke I made that I didn't explain the playlist really, but the 10 songs above 10 minutes, my favorite one was because I put, I really wanted to put I See It Too on this playlist, and Every song I kept thinking of after was about eight minutes or something like that. <laughs> so the first the first six songs on my playlist, nothing is below five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was really kind of stupid, but also really funny. So I made the top 10 <laughs> playlist nice. as a joke to myself. It was a cool playlist. Just to see how long I could make a playlist that did fit in the rules, but <laughs> uh, not really. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I really like the playlist overall. Um, the inclusion of streetlights was like really nice. Um, mostly because that's like a like both in terms of nostalgia but also just in terms of like aesthetic shift that's like it's uh it's very pleasant to hear <laughs> uh yeah the eagle strike caught me off guard a little bit in like a good way I, I was i just wasn't expecting the eagles to be on the playlist i wasn't looking at the track <laughs> list either yeah i i wouldn't say i'm an eagles fan but there are a couple eagles songs that i absolutely love and lion eyes is one of them mainly because of the last verse like specifically the lines where he says something like man oh man you do know how to arrange things you're still the same old girl you used to be <laughs> yeah and it's just kind of that vibe of like you can try to change all you want but you're gonna kind of end up back in the same place you always end up. Yeah. Wow. That, oh. That's reality, baby. That's that good shit. Baby. 
And uh, the way I wanted to end on the Marietta song is it's very much I love this song so much. <laughs> it's kind of cynical at times, but also kind of uplifting. And I think that's why I like it, because it plays a little bit of both sides, even at especially at the end. There's a part where he says, we'll make it out. It's been too many days. We're all fed up inside our ways. And then immediately goes to, no, we won't. I've tried it once <laughs> and no, we won't. <laughs> yeah. And, and, then, and then it finally just ends at, I've got my head back again. Meaning like, I mean, it can mean whatever you want it to be, but I always take it as, well, regardless of what it is, it is what it is. It doesn't have to be one or the other. So yeah. I think that that's kind of the vibe I was aiming for at the full playoffs. <sighs> God damn. I mean, yeah, that's in the end. It's, you have to go, keep going, right? Yeah. <sighs> Marietta is a, I love Marietta too. So it's a good, it's a good way to end that playlist. I I know all the words to beauty. It's not hard to know all the words to streetwise, honestly. <laughs> but there there are a couple songs that I've heard or that I know all the words to Marquee Moon <laughs> Beauty. And a, a mini theme in this in this uh playlist is definitely stuff i listen to when going back or when driving back from work and stuff like that where i just sing along all the time so i really do love your uh choice for the image of this one <laughs> really good uh the for the listeners out there the image is a uh, simpsons reference of uh, I, Skinner. I can't remember exactly what the context, context of the scene is, but uh, Principal Skinner is, oh, he's trying to find Bart or something because I think he ditched school or he's trying to find some kids and he's going to all the places that he used to as a kid and they're all deserted and destroyed and he's thinking, am I so out of touch with the kids? And the picture I put is the quote where he says, no, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I think is perfect. I think it's, I was like, is everything changing? Like, am I wrong for not wanting to change? And it's like, nah, they are. <laughs> all, all my playlist cover pictures are very stupid <laughs> things oh, that, I, that i really find funny so good yeah i i i think this i like this uh playlist a lot i i didn't i haven't said it yet but i really did enjoy just like the range of it is like man he's like man he just put it better than i did the range and like expansiveness that it entices really does play exactly to what I think of 
you you as as like this person who listens to like so much music and such different music that it really does like blow me away sometimes because i still remember like your halo 3 emblem was uh the who and i was like oh i'm just like the rock music and then like as going on and i'm just like i love kanye and i was like who is this like what's happening like i didn't understand at the time because i just don't have that broad of a palette when it comes to music so every time like this is perfect to me of like here's a sample of andres's mind <laughs> is what i think of when i see this playlist yeah it's definitely a lot of songs that are near and dear to my heart and a lot of bands that are near and dear to my heart my heart i don't know if you guys ever watched the commercials for it. uh they had the black tower series from stephen king and they had idris elba he was like How'd you hit that bullet? And he goes, I don't shoot my eyes, I shoot my heart. And it was just like, it didn't sound like a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed weird. to be terrible, right? Apparently, I really do want to read more Stephen King. It's a, It seems cool and like kind of verbose and expansive, but I'm just also like, uh, I don't care. Like, I have so much other shit to listen to or read at the same time. Depends on what Stephen King read. In my opinion. Yeah. I've heard like the Gunslinger is like a fun series and it kind of like speaks to my interest. Yeah. I feel like you would like that. Uh, Have you read any Stephen King? Maybe? Yeah. I've, I've read a bit. Um, really? Yeah. My favorite's The Stand. Yeah. read the stand. I heard The Stand's really good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like the longest. Uh, it's, or I would say if you're like looking for like quote unquote expansive narratives, it's probably the, the most expansive. Covers- That's not covers like different generations of, of people going through it, it, what's like the core theme like besides that uh it's a it's basically the apocalypse for lack of a better word okay um there's one i remember some i think it was jeff from rooster teeth describing it and it was like this woman finds like an alien ship in her backyard and like the ship like affects people's mind like it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like hearing someone describe the plot makes it sound so much cooler you know what i mean yeah i have yeah. no idea what book that is uh i mean there's a little bit of that in the stand but it might be the stand it's not i don't think it's exactly i mean i don't remember the tv series done i'll watch that because it's just as good yeah i mean you can that i was introduced to the stand through the uh the short like mini series that they had which is like six episodes or something uh where from 2020 oh that's that's a new one um I saw no. I saw one that was like made in like the early two thousands or something. Uh, okay, but yeah, that was like the first piece of Stephen King media I saw. <laughs> I didn't see like Ooh. it or anything. I saw I saw this like the Stan miniseries. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, I watched course- the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, you can watch Misery and get that. I heard Misery's really good. I've always wanted to watch The Shining also, but I also don't want to watch it at all because. It's so I, I feel like it fucked me up. <laughs> it's not it, that scary. It's not for it's, some reason. I'm just like, I don't know what it is about this movie. I did kind of like some things I like just not knowing and like not having a too deep an opinion on. Does that make sense? It does. I think. Yeah. yeah, it's not that scary. It's kind of long. <laughs> if I think if it's like unsettling, is it just like unsettling a bit? It's it has its moments. That shit fucks me up more. It, it's it's the kubrick method of unsettling so i think all of his movies are pretty unsettling but to an extent go watch full metal jacket 
Anyway, um, uh, so my next one is the soundtrack for Alexi's movie. Um, I basically took some of my favorite songs I've ever heard, and I wrote. I I don't try to write them. I really just get anime fight scenes in my head started, and then just kind of go <laughs> from there. Uh, so like na 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 is a series of three heroes going into a base and like doing like a very explosive and like studio trigger esque fights and like big explosions full of color and then the next uh house rising sun is fine but then i have another one in contrast with it where pox is about um a gay lover visiting a gay man visiting the the graveyard of his lover i don't know what it was about that that like I really wanted to write like watch like a black and white movie about just like death and like the consequences thereof of the people who survive like a pox, a pox plague or whatever and like people getting lost and then like COVID happened and I didn't want to talk about that anymore <laughs> so like I definitely stopped doing that one um, and there's only a, a few like there's other ones here but like Knights of Sindodia I've always had just like that super awesome Western revenge story run for covers. Very fun from the killers. Summer goddess is a studio Ghibli animated fight scene. I have with a lot of like a ballet inspired fighting um, to go with the different themes of that beautiful song. So yeah, I, I don't know what it is about this one, but I just really pick songs. I like, like, and like have on repeat a lot to go back to. Mm. That's a Sidonia does have a music video, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's basically what you said. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. Um, mine's definitely much more violent, and I'm gonna finish chewing this food before I keep talking. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cool playlist. Uh, definitely got like the sort of energy and sort of like grandeur that's associated with like movies in general mm -hmm. uh that it, most of these songs carry that energy knights of sidonia definitely carries that energy uh no 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 i don't know if that's the full title uh uh that <laughs> that also carries that energy i'm ignoring the obvious jokes of going no you missed one or blah 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 I think you'd got it. Good for you. Right, like, thank, thank you. I'm not doing any bits on that one. <laughs> well, it would be good if you judge did. me for not making those jokes because uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I will, I will refer to that song only as the My Chemical Romance song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you you ended up choosing a lot of like epic epic style songs. Uh, even like Marigold by Mother Falcon also has a little bit of that. Marigold, uh, Mother Falcon has. A lot of like, do you know my fucking a lot? Do you understand like? Yeah, yeah, you know I do. Yeah, I tried. I was after I heard Marigold and I think Dirty Summer. I really was like, oh, I'm gonna get into these guys, and it just <laughs> yeah. couldn't do it. I've, yeah, maybe I'll go back now. I've been listening to um, I have a very I have a good friend of mine. She loves like ballet and like, I think she said like French romance is like one of her favorite types of music and i was like i like this and then like that led to playlist suggestions on youtube um she's getting i'm getting a head shake from and, <laughs> um, and so i got that like playlist recommendations of like songs to listen to if you're a 17th century villain plotting your revenge and i was like okay like this is exactly what i want to hear 
and it made all of my paperwork for that week like so much cooler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I was the reason I was shaking my head is because that's a very particular kind of like music. <laughs> and like uh a lot of it can start to blend together. I don't know why that keeps coming up. I was also going to talk about that with regards to soil and pimp sessions. As someone who I was also going to get um a smoothie. A blender smoothie. My joke didn't t- land well timing-wise. Go ahead, Manny. I'm sorry. It's... I love blenders, for the record. Or I used to. Isn't it so good? I haven't been it's there in a while. It's better than Jamba Juice. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I haven't been there in a while, but... Uh, that... You can bring any container, and they'll fill it up for you. Like, you buy the size, but, like, they fill it. Mm. So, like, there's six... T- their large one. I have, like, a 32-ounce cup I bring, and they just fill that up, and it's perfect. I'm sorry. I don't want to go on about our local drink stops, but I love them. <laughs> there we go. We got some, we got some blenders. Love blenders. We are a blender sponsored podcast. Uh, <gasps> you mean it? <laughs> uh, Just tag them in every single post for no reason. Oh, <laughs> that'd be a good bit. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I was gonna say so. So, as someone who loves soil and pimp sessions like a lot, thank you for introducing to me. By the way, oh, you're welcome. Uh, as someone who loves them a lot. They have the problem of like a lot of their music sounding very similar because it's all yeah. uh their like style of jazz, which they like labeled like acid jazz or like death jazz. Uh they that jazz is very like high energy, but not ri- not very rhythmically distinct. Uh it's a lot of like it's a lot of like high energy with like very similar harmonies and stuff and uh, and I'm not saying that all all music that falls into those like subgenres that Soil and Pimp Sessions made is the same, but the way Soil and Pimp Sessions plays it is very much the <laughs> same. Uh, up until like their later albums, like but the first three albums of theirs, they blend really really well together. Uh, in that like you can't tell what's happening. Uh, you can't tell if they're new tracks. Uh, aside from like maybe a new melody or something. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I keep blowing up blending. Uh, the killers was pretty, uh, I love the killers and run for cover. Their newer stuff is, I would say less, uh, well known or like less like, like, but, but I heard this like randomly. I don't even know. Remember where I found run for cover. Yeah. I mean that the album that it's from is pretty, I, I like it, but it's, it's very different. The Killers have the same problem that like a lot of bands have where like they're changing image like every album. And I mean that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it can get a little hard to like really back a band if you like only like one of their albums. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to be like I want to go see their shows when I don't know I don't particularly care for this album. And yeah, the album they're promoting, yeah, or or yeah. like two of the other albums that they have under their belt. But you, re- yeah, exactly. But yeah, you really like, like, yeah. But you really like this one album by them, and it's like, ah, uh, they're they might only play a couple songs from it. They had an album come out this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty well no regarded by critics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to listen to more, but they're I mean, they're great musicians, uh, like great songwriters too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, there there was a lot of epicness on this album. Uh I am I am again convinced that Good Kid is a combination of like 
dance cabin dance guitar <laughs> or like it's like progressive guitar but like the pop stylings I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do Murray. both of their eps for us soon maybe i'm not sure i'm still like i don't know i i have i have certain things i want to do because i'm pretty sure if i asked this, at least one of them would be on the pod and i don't know if like i'm ready to do that yet mm. and it's like you know i i also they're great guys they're just great guys they're super cool i'm so sad i couldn't go to their show it there i love them as a band but pox is definitely um they talked about how they didn't they were nervous about releasing it and it is definitely like their least um regarded song like they don't get a lot of like plays on it and they have other songs kind of within this like lower uh energy side of themselves that they want to release and like they get talks from their manager and they're like uh, you see what happened like people and like even within our server people will be like yeah it's just not that good of a song like directly to the band and i'm like jesus christ <laughs> like you're so rude if there's anyway. if there's one thing i know about like <laughs> if there's one thing i've experienced uh from people who like who i mean i i don't want to put like a label on on folks because i think that that's weird but I've run into experiences where like people who listen to a lot of popular music um, is their primary source. Sometimes they can get like very almost as judgmental as like people who like listen to very niche forms of music and like very critic oriented forms of music. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that they would just be like, yeah, this song's not good. Don't release it. <laughs> I just don't get how people are don't understand that these are also people and they're just like i just i don't know i don't know it's just it's too much for me it, ha- it happens i mean like that's that that happens everywhere for what yeah. it's Who worth knows how young people are. this this good kid song is definitely up my wheelhouse <laughs> if it you is, want i like more it, yeah. on dresses to listen to your music then <laughs> by all it's a good songs i think by like i think it's very you not definitely not their style. And it's good. It's good for that too. Come, come, kiss me through the pod, uh, good kid. Kiss me through the phone. We'll have a good time. That that intro of the guitars, I I, I like that part. The do 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 do. Yeah. And then the lyrics draw. It's it's a good song. Um. Yeah. I don't have anything else really to say about this. Uh, Andres, did you want to say anything? I definitely with the first, the My Chemical Romance song and the Knights of Sidonia song. I don't know if I've ever seen the full music video for the My Chemical Romance song. I don't know if I've ever seen it either. I've I've only seen like the beginning of it. <laughs> but it's like they I know like it's like a death have... race thing. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's like yeah. Mad Max. I definitely took inspiration for when I wrote mine. They have like a team of people and then they go do a a, a thing. Um yeah, it's basically a death race. On the s- subject of why you made this playlist i definitely there are definitely groups of songs where when i listen to them i can only think of the music video (laughs) Mm -hmm. and house of the rising sun is actually kind of one of them because the music video is just like the animals standing in like a line yeah 
uh, although I really love that song and listen to it a lot when in that era where my halo icon was the who royal <laughs> army thing um and also knights of cydonia i can only think of that but i i definitely really like the concept of this playlist where because I, I do get ideas for music videos for some songs i listen to so i think it's a pretty cool idea to compile them and just think for ideas wise and things of that sort it's a yeah i'd say i like all the songs uh i definitely <laughs> i definitely uh house of the rising sun definitely threw me off a little bit when it came on <laughs> in the questions like it's such a good song. I've never it even feels really cool. thought of that as a Western song. Really, honestly. I, yeah. I something about that guitar. That guitar just to me, cowboys, and yeah. like shootouts east of west type situation. It, it, it makes gets, sense. It gets uh, it gets painted that way just because of the music that accompanies like westerns. But they're directly talking about that too. That too. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like well, New Orleans and stuff and gambling. Yeah. And New Orleans, I don't think, is a, is a cowboy. But gambling and stuff, like, that to me is cowboys. I guess I, guess I do, like, sometimes think of Red Dead Redemption when I'm listening to that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, like, that compact little world where you can gamble and stuff like that. But also when I heard it in the context of this playlist, it made me think of all the times that I've heard it in Vietnam movies. Yeah, <laughs> so, interesting. There's a <laughs> there's a thing I maybe maybe think of. Um, this podcast listened to was talking about like let's get in like well, let's, let's all enter the imagination copter. What song's playing as we fly away in imagination copter? And then they name like House Rising Sun. Um, I w- want. No, everybody wants to rule the world. No, that's the Tears for Fears song. No, they, um, what is like name the songs you you think of that they play during like war movies? Uh, definitely Bow. anything. Creedence Clearwater. Yeah, Creedence Clearwater. <laughs> and then he's like, and the guy just goes, "They're all playing at once, and it sounds terrible, and it's just you want to get off the helicopter, but we're never getting off." And that idea of just like all the songs playing at once, just like compacting into this gross noise sounds hilarious to me (laughs) (laughs) um if there's nothing else to say i do i do want to say like the moment um a big thing that i had for like the chills for the na 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 song was um there's a part where it's it's the it's gerard Gerard way saying basically giving a monologue about like Heroes made of trash or something. I can't even remember, remember the lyrics anymore because I'm just like so embarrassed that I'm actually saying this on the podcast. Say it. And it, I, I always had uh, the idea of like a villain going up to like the hero and like presenting like you're losing this fight. And then I always had three heroes in it. The other two heroes go and like stop him from doing it. And then there's that moment of like they look at each other and acknowledge like we're going to die now. And this is what we have to do to stop like this ever coming threat and going up and they like do some dumb fight thing. And then they like fly into the air and then they all hug the big monster guy. 
as like they say the final lines of the song and then they blow up into their own like colors because they each have a different color that represents into it and it's like rainbow explosion i i i got like i'm like that's so stupid and it's exactly me and i loved it so much and i was like emotional when i like <laughs> like wrote it down and like finally came up with the concept and now it's impossible for me not to think about my own ideas <laughs> when i hear this song that is very studio trigger now that you say I love it. It's just, I, that, I, I wish I could, if I could just pay people and just be like, make this for me. I don't, like, I don't want any money back. I don't expect to make money off this, but I just want to, like, direct this idea. I, I would do it in a heartbeat a million times. I also didn't include Bo Burnham's Welcome to the Internet um, because I've, I forgot that I also have a video for that one too. <laughs> oh well, I'm done. <laughs> I have a I have a very similar uh, feeling with a song off of uh, a Touche Amore album that I'm forgetting the name of, but I I get giddy over shit like that too. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I I definitely had the idea for the kendrick lamar song for sale i think no Mm -hmm. yes for sale and uh eventually they came out with the music video and it's like oh this is kind of what i was thinking of that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah that's lit that's lit (laughs) for the record the uh song i was trying to think of is i'd love to change the world let's talk about my playlist um bop yeah so this is that fresh boop bop it's got some beep bops and some bloop blops uh beep bop and scatting (laughs) uh yeah i mean i sort of talked about it earlier but um a lot of these a lot of the songs on here share a lot of jazz influence uh in one way or another um and whereas (laughs) Whereas uh, my other playlist was basically all about lyrics and uh, some like general um, like musical emotional vibes, uh, this one has no lyrics or like one song has lyrics in it vaguely, uh, which is "Senpai, please notice me." I think, but "Senpai," um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but overall, it's a. Uh, it sort of it bounces back and forth quite often between like something that's like prog metal or like like melodic like jazz i call it like jazz metal even though most people just call it like progressive rock uh but like like plenty or like sithu i or evan brewer like animals as leaders as like a technical like progressive metal band uh and it goes between those and uh, artists like Anthony Braxton, who's sort of like a free improviser, um, Soil and Pimp Sessions, which is like this like hyper hyper energetic jazz. Um, and then there's like, yeah, there's like Mertz Bow and Cecilia Lopez, who have a little bit more of like an experimental music tinge. But uh, yeah, it's just like a lot of, a lot of jazzy stuff um, or jazz tangential things it's fun dude yeah do you like it it's a fun playlist yeah this is shit i like to listen to when it's just like you're it just evokes stuff (laughs) 
Yeah, do you do you like Mertzbell? What's your what's your take on Mertzbell? Yeah, we need that. We need that right now. (laughs) Woodpecker number one remastered. Yes, I'll tell you what I didn't like. (laughs) (laughs) I was in like (laughs) Mertzbell. I'll tell you what else I didn't like. I didn't like. uh, I got tired of um, Anthony Braxton's to composer John Cage. That was nine and a half fucking minutes. That was I I I couldn't get through it. I had I was like this is too much for my heart. Like I can't. This is so much. Yeah, that happens. Uh I think like the the funny thing about stuff like that is the uh time like the 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 length of songs for certain things and certain styles of music just vary so wildly. Uh a lot of this like like half of this is like pop music i guess uh and pop music being like things that are associated with like jazz or rock or classical music what that like offshoot from that so like basically all the metal stuff on here it's like is atlas novus math rock uh scale the summit is like a progressive metal group but based they're much more they, they use a lot of clean stuff like like uh, some of some of their other songs sound very similar to atlas novus so yeah i would say i would say it's like it's very math rocky yeah it's like pro i like those songs i take back what i said i like those songs <laughs> <laughs> mm. i honest did you listen to all of the Mersbow woodpecker number one to answer the question honestly please you're on are under oath yes you are under oath oh uh, your honor leading the witness I've always just wanted to say that. <laughs> Should this be a question even? I, I actually like kind of unironically really like Woodpecker really? number one. I yeah. couldn't get through it. Woodpecker, Woodpecker, yeah. I mean. I also had it on my earphones. How'd you play it? Uh, I listened to it in my car, but I've definitely listened to it on several different platforms. I listened to it on my earphones and I was like, I'm going to die. The only song that I've heard on this playlist uh, although I think I have heard the Cecilia Lopez song once, but the only song I've heard multiple times on this playlist is the Where's Bow song. <laughs> that's uh that's quite funny. Um Yeah, I mean Mertz Bow is like a Japanese noise artist. Uh but they Oh they really Yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 J- Jap- the Japan part is a, the important part of that statement, but yeah. That's the part. I, I was. I makes to me. If you tell me Japan loves noise music, I'd be like, that tracks. I don't know why that makes a lot of sense in my head. They yeah. do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the most highly regarded harsh noise people are Japanese. So. Really, mm-hmm. there's a big subculture that makes so much sense. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, Japan uh, just likes art in a way that I. I don't. <laughs> i'm realizing i mean i mean about. the funny thing is america does too it's just like you don't see it because uh because the things that get promoted here are the the popular things which i mean makes sense just based on how societies work uh but also how money works but that's that's a different story um my just to finish my mersbow t- my mersbow take though is uh Listening to it in the context of this playlist, I actually really had a genuinely good time listening to it this 
understand. <laughs> this time through. I mean this in the politest way possible. <laughs> it I the only reason I say that is because I have messed around with no input mixing and it was a legitimate pretty fun time trying to piece together what he was doing and how he made all these sounds with um fairly certain it's only no input mixers Mm -hmm. just layered over each other so i found that pretty cool just trying to pick through the layers that's just the extent of my i mean that's probably as nerdy as i get with music (laughs) it's just trying to figure out what's happening in songs that's cool yeah you do, you do I just like listening. You did that with uh Home is Word too, which is nice. Um Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah, that's I'm well I'm glad that I'm glad that the like math prog stuff appealed to you, Alexi. There's like some I I I, I don't know when I started listening to math rock, but I remember I was specifically at Sebastian's house we were having a board game night with a thick Ten people, like more than usual, and I kept putting on math rock. People kept trying to change it because they just like were like, "We're tired of play something else." And I was like, "But it's so cool, and like it's easy to listen to, and like it's fun." And they're like, "Stop!" And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry." I think my I think my favorite part of the juxtaposition between these things is actually going out, coming out of Woodpecker Number One. If you listen to it all the way through, going into Atlas Novus by Scale the Summit, because like the 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 sheer like juxtaposition between what's essentially harsh noise to like this highly melodic like rhythmic cascading guitar pattern uh that is very harmonious is very very nice to my ears it's mm. i almost start uh yeah i really like that uh initially i had that song switched out for an animals as leaders track that does something similar but is a little bit more dissonant and i was like no nah, i'm just gonna make make that happen with like the prettier version of that song which is atlas novus um but yeah uh i also just included if i could fly by joe satriani at the end because one it like rounds out <laughs> it sort of like speaks a little bit to like this whole jazz influence thing and satriani and plenty are like uh two guitarists who are noted for like having such strong jazz influences and being like these like progressive like jazz influenced metal artists uh and so i so it sort of fit the the bill a little bit um and then i also included it because it's like uh highly contested that if i could fly is what in what Coldplay ripped off for Viva La Vida. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, when I was listening to that song, I was listening to the chord progression and I felt like I knew exactly where it was going. And it took me so, took me a second to realize, is like, why does it feel like I've heard this before? And it was Viva La Vida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a it was like a big old lawsuit, and they ended up Coldplay ended up settling out of court. But God, um, yeah, but uh, like whether or not they actually copied it, I'm sure they heard it and just 
had realized they had to take that L because it's one to one. It is one to one. Unlike uh, what was it? Vanilla Ice. Have you heard Vanilla Ice explain the difference between uh, under pressure and Ice Ice Baby? <laughs> no. You ever seen that video? No? I've never seen him explain. Honestly, it. you've seen that, right? I think I have. Yeah. Where he goes, it goes. Theirs goes dun 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 dun, and ours goes dun 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 dun, and it's just like you said the same thing. Like he said, there was no difference in what you just said. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. But uh, yeah. Also, I I front loaded some jazz on this. Uh, I'm was this the first time you heard Soil and Pimp sessions, or did you know about it before, Alexi? No, we you showed me Soil and Pimp sessions a while ago. Oh, that's good. A while ago, and I remember Summer got it specifically. Something about that, just like bum, 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 beep, like that, just felt so fun and like just I really, I really latched onto it. Yeah, yeah. I I go back and I listen to like other albums, but none of them. I don't know if it's just because Summer Goddess was my first one, or because of just how like long it is and how like every instrument kind of gets its own little part. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just really. I I haven't found a song that replaces that on there, and I haven't listened to enough to be like, oh, this one's also good for this reason, this reason. Yeah, for, I mean, for the record, for anyone curious, Summer Goddess is probably their most popular song. Um, aside from the song they did with Sheena Ringo, uh, that's the most popular, I think. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for a good reason, Sheena's fucking fantastic. Anyways, um, yeah, uh. If there are no other questions or comments about this, we can move on. Uh, I just had fun making something that was very, very, I'm using my hands right now to go diddly, 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 diddly. It's all sort of mm-hmm. all over the place. It feels good. It feels like a perfect uh, opposite spectrum of you. Does that make sense? Like I guess so, yeah. The first one was this, like, a lot of lyrics and a lot of, like, guitar and stuff. And this is, like, the more complex and experimental part of how I view you. Yeah, this uh I yeah, I think that that's a fair statement. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of variance in I I like seeing like similarities between things and uh and I think that I tried to really pull some of those out. Um although that probably only makes sense to me. <laughs> but I think that that's like a <laughs> I think that that's like a a symptom of playlists in general. There's always like a a balance between personal association and and like broad applicability to everyone else and finding finding that balance i think it yeah is is good good if you want to find it yeah i think there's a very like cohesive through wave at least to the first few songs on the playlist that really connect certain genres that i wouldn't really expect to be able to connect that easily but I did have a pretty good time listening to this playlist, so that's good. I'm glad. It had a good time being listened to. Embers <laughs> bound everything. It had a good time being listened to. Yeah, shout out to all my noise fans out there. We we're trying to represent you, fam. We're trying to represent you. I know. I know we have. Some, I apologize. We have some music people noise listening fam. here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like this noise fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll invite you on the pod and you can do a full set during one of our episodes. Oh, I'm busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's so unfortunate. 
Well, I'll just plug in our no input mixers and go at it. Hey, that's a good <laughs> I idea. I can't find mine. Uh, anyway, Andres' playlist. <laughs> I I was at somewhere yesterday and people made plans in front of me and I was not invited to those plans. Like, that's what this feels like right now. <laughs> oh, that happens so many times with me. Or the plans are made with the implication that you're invited, but you're not catching on that implication. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but I, I told them later, I hung out with, it was like a group and then afterwards like me and the other guy were like talking at our cars and i was like you guys straight up made plans in front of me and didn't invite like that's like i'm not like upset anyway it's fine he goes oh my god i know like i wanted to be like why aren't you just texting us there's people here like what's wrong with you (laughs) oh well oh well but then also we had a we knew we would do events and there was kind of an open invite and people were like i want to go but i haven't been I, I want to be invited. I'm like, we did invite you the first time. It's like, yeah, we did invite me the next time. And it's like, <laughs> hold on. Like, now you're being too much. Like, you're now you're expecting so much help. The story of this podcast in a nutshell. I'm certain <laughs> with why there hasn't been any new friends or faces. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Andres, tell us about your next, po- next one. Yeah, hit us. Uh, so I don't have a whole lot to divulge about this playlist it's just stuff that when i'm feeling down it makes me feel better um without without necessarily having to go to the cathartic release of yelling along with the songs or whatever that i tend to also enjoy which is more my first playlist this is all these are all just songs that I'm pretty sure at one point of just had a stupid smile on my face and <laughs> don't really care about it. Uh added a question mark to the title called Not Sad This Time because as I was listening to it, trying to order it, I realized that a lot of the songs are kind of sad, like Age of Consent by New Order is definitely a breakup song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fireworks by Animal Collective is very It's a breakup song, but you want to hook up with one of them after they break up, so it's a good thing for you. Is that what the goal of that song? <laughs> Age of Consent. Uh, Never mind. Cancel. Because I don't like that title anymore. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it. unrelated to the song subject matter it's uh a song from one of my favorite skate parts with some of my obviously favorites uh it's a shared part by jerry sue and louis barletta so (laughs) i love that song so much because of that so yeah i mean there's not a whole lot to explain here without going into every song the only one i think that most people would need explanation for is the one from K-On! And that's just my favorite opening from K-On! And it's just a whole lot of fun and fun energy. Oh, also the other Japanese name one is the my favorite 
Monogatari series opening. So. Hell yeah. It's also, uh, I mean, in all fairness, I think it's the best opening, at least from the, the first season, the first part. Oh, yeah. It's it's not the most popular one by any means, but it's hands down my favorite of the first side. The first arc, I guess, of, yeah. First season. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, ooh, uh, the Kaon opener. I, I almost think it speaks for itself. It's just so high energy, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, and if anybody's watched the show with subtitles or knows the knows Japanese, you know that the last last bit of the song is very cute where it's just i love you i love you for loving me too yeah no. wholesome shit that's some wholesome is, shit how old is the singer of that song <laughs> uh probably because they sound 30s. super young they sound like a child well i mean that's voice acting right you know yeah that's just that's kind it of me out what aki tosaki uh that's the voice actor's name. That's what her kind of general <laughs> voice acting voice <laughs> is. It's very recognizable. So, uh, I mean, I've got to say, at least it's not that, Love Live. Dr- <laughs> We're not going into this again. <laughs> um, I really, really loved uh, The Dreamer by with like the co-op and everything. I really liked that song. I was I played that one on repeat after I finished this playlist. And it kind of makes me want to listen to more Anderson Park, but I also, I don't know, I, I try and I just can't get with him. Uh, if you're know. trying to listen to more Anderson Pack, I'd say Malibu is probably my favorite album still, or the No Worries one. That one's really cool. It's very old solely. He has just instrumentals for his music. That's pretty cool. For his Oxnard album, he has an Oxnard uh, instrumental, and then the cover art it t- for the instrumental is the same thing, but it takes away the people because they're not singing. I think it's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shout um, out to Anderson Pack, the local local hero. Yeah, represent. Really is. We had down a kilo. Uh, <laughs> we got Anderson Pack. <laughs> Those are who we got. We're gonna be Those proud. Are two boys here. Talking <laughs> oh my god! Best friend. That is fitting. <laughs> it is very fitting. Uh, and then I mean, and I mean, we're not gonna obviously discount Mad Lib or anything, but still. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. That's how much I don't, I don't know. Who's uh, oh man. Uh, maybe maybe just, we'll get you hip on one of these episodes. We, sh- we should. Oh, it would boy. it would be really cool to do like a a mad. We I mean, you know how big MF Doom is. Why don't Why don't we just do the the shared album? Oh, we could have we could have David do that one. Fuck David, wow. if you're listening, <laughs> come on to the pod. Anyways, uh, um, what about Mo fucking this? meme you have for the image can you explain it to me why you picked it oh it's just a it's just a twitter screenshot i took (laughs) uh shout out to 
uh, what's his? I think it's just Lunch Enjoyer at Lunch Enjoyer. He's the <laughs> host of one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, podcasts about lists. His name's Patrick. Uh, he just randomly put that picture, and I thought it was fitting to a playlist about uplifting yourself. Is just <laughs> the caption is saturday night turn up and it's him holding onto a, a, a light bulb which, a lit light bulb like yeah, in the fucking ceiling which is more than likely really hot so oh yeah burning yeah i'm uh i'm really glad i finally saw or finally heard a steely dan song uh on your playlist when i listened through this uh oh uh, yeah 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 i was waiting for it i was like i wonder which one you're gonna pick too uh i yeah i mean there's so many you sing this song it's on rock band <laughs> like, <laughs> i heard you see that's what it was i had no idea i was like why do i know this song yeah i mean oh. i love i love this song i probably i i missed out on putting deacon blues which is my other favorite steely dan song or Kid Charlemagne. I mean, yeah. all those Kid are very. That's the band. If it wasn't Bodhisattva, I, the reason I put that song over anything is because one time going to work, I literally, or go, coming back from work, I literally missed my exit on the freeway to get home because I was too into this song. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's a fair point there. I, I I didn't take many notes, <laughs> so that's why my thoughts are so scrambled. Um, reach out. I I think that's like a I love that song. It's just like a a motto for my own life. Like I definitely am the guy who usually texts people first and just be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And so hearing so it's like an idea of like you have to reach out to your people. You have to like it just makes me happy. I'm not the only one thinking that. If that makes sense, Sufjan. Yeah, I. That's just like one of the most pleasant songs I've heard mm-hmm. in my life, and easily one of my favorite songs to come out this year. Uh, yeah, I just love that song. When I first heard it, it was like, "Oh my god, this is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard." <laughs> the oh. melodies on that album are pretty, or the harmonizing in that album is pretty incredible all around so it is a bit of a though it is very pleasant like i'd listen to a little bit right now and it's just like a ah oh. it's just like it's just like drinking water when it's hot does that make sense like you just it's nice that's a that's a lot of sufyan's music i think uh that's a it's also sort of symptomatic of like this indie classical realm that we haven't really dissected yet but there's a lot of artists in, in similar veins that lean into very, very kind. Uh, I, I don't want to call it kind. I guess like very, very pleasant sounding harmonies and pitch content and writing. Um, and they all have like vague affiliations with like classical composers. Uh, it's sort of cool. Interesting. Yeah. It's called indie classical. Cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a far cry from Mertzbau. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even though they probably, I mean, maybe not Mertzbau, but I guarantee you people like Mertzbau know Sufjan personally. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good playlist. Uh, I, 
I uh, I have to say, listening to The World Is Yours reminded me why I like New York-style hip-hop so much. Uh, yeah, this this is probably the most wide-ranging playlist because I just kind of grabbed things from different points in my life of that make me that have and still make me happy like Mm. number of the beast is definitely the reason why i love that song so much is because it was something i really liked in middle school (laughs) so when i hear it now and just hear the -the over-the-top guitars and and vaudeville is probably the wrong word but like melodrama that bruce dickinson brings uh the Makings of You by Curtis Mayfield, the live version, is something that I've loved for a really long, really long time. The World is Yours, too. And Age of Consent, those are probably the most, the longest connection I've had with songs on this playlist. Mm. It's a fun one. I said it before, I appreciated it. I think I listened to this one first from you because i'm a narcissist but i listened to manny's goodbye first as a whole so (laughs) goodbye (laughs) to this and i was like i need this i need to i needed the pick me up it's a good balance i think uh especially starting off with uh sufyan yeah it's a good way to balance that (laughs) i don't have a third one go ahead manny damn (laughs) all right uh i'm a bad podcaster we uh we hidden it hard with this uh white girl summer um so this is my last one white girl 2000s i don't have a lot to say that wasn't already said except uh i unironically like every song on this playlist a lot unwritten by natasha beddingfield if you go to karaoke and you sing that song People know that song more than they think they do. Yeah. It happened yeah. multiple times in Hawaii. Mo- like, I, my friend Michael, a white man, would sing this and everyone lost their mind because it's so fun. It's a, it's just a good song. It's, yeah. I mean, that's the case with, I mean, I'm going to make the case that that is the case with every song on this album or on this playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, like, I think that that's why this. I, I I don't think like aesthetically this playlist is great uh from 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 the point of the music because it does sit roughly in the same space and does one particular thing but I think that what it does do well is it shows like how in particular like quote unquote like plastic pop music how how that can really be fun and engaging and beautiful um Mm -hmm. with with the way that you go about writing melodies and harmonies and things like that um yeah uh that's why i really like this music i think i think i like it because it's at an extreme it's just the extreme that is popular which is you know like like almost almost like generic pop music basically like generic cookie cutter pop uh but I, yeah, I, I unironically love every song on here. Uh, I listen to these songs a lot, actually. Um, 
<laughs> what uh are there any favorites that surprises me yeah that surprises me so much <laughs> i mean i just don't i just don't talk about it a lot because i'm we have one for for the listeners out there we have a, a discord a, a fabled discord server and which is just us like which is just, just us and, like other friends yeah just really yeah, close friends. So- when it's people say when people say Discord server, they usually think of like twenty people plus in a server. It's literally just six people, Basically. seven people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on who wants to talk with us. Yeah, <laughs> one. Oh, two, if we're talking three, people four, that actually participate, five, six, it's usually three us. people at a time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to go and just say that I randomly will sing i'm like a bird i know i haven't heard that whole song in years but just like it's good lyrics i don't know what it is about it I just enjoy it so much yeah. <laughs> all these are nice pleasant songs in a different way from reach out they're pleasant just like a like a vanilla ice cream sort of way like it's just nice it's <laughs> it's it's good yeah uh for for the record uh i know i say this is white girl 2000s but nelly Furtado is puerto rican i think <laughs> so i apologize nelly if you're listening uh but you are classified as the white girl um we're canceled we're canceled folks this is it you're canceled <laughs> i'm not i'm not a part of it <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh wait episode. i brought her up oh no i brought her up to to p- prove you wrong see i'm on your side now. uh the reason i brought up the discord server is because we have in the server, we talk. Uh, we have a a chat, a, a a page, whatever, a thread, whatever the fuck they're called. A channel. Channel. Thank you. That's the word. Uh, called dummy crazy music, and all I post is like weird music stuff. Or like it's really like, just for man to post his weird music. Well, I mean, Andres and I have conversations. There. It really was created just for man to post his weird music. That that's what it was created for, and then Alex that's started a way of saying it. Alex started posting like a bunch of random stuff, so it's now just it random stuff that is neither dummy or crazy. So uh, <laughs> it just if you're listening to music, yeah. So it's, it's now fine. just become our music channel, basically. Yeah, but uh, in there, I don't I don't post a lot of like uh, a lot of what I listen to. I just end up posting topics. He really goes for the content. dummy and crazy parts of his music. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm I th- trying to get to the top post. And so I think that White Girl 2000s uh, exemplifies an- just another side of what I do, uh, which is I enjoy uh, a love song by Sarah Bareilles. Uh, I enjoy. I enjoy. Uh, uh, let's see. What's another really aggressive one? Uh, why can't. Uh, really aggressive one. Uh, why can't. Hillary I? Duff is the aggressive one, dude. You opened with the most aggressive. I don't. No, if I know a Hillary Duff song, you don't know "Come Clean." You don't know that. That's a that's I don't a think jam. I did before this. That's a Disney really? jam. I don't think so. Even now, I've heard "Come Clean," and I'm not sure if I like it still. But <laughs> to be to to be fair, it is probably the worst song on this playlist because uh, Avira is way closer to like the movie star trying to do the the singer songwriter career thing even though that's not what hillary duff does like she can actually sing a little bit but it it's very disney channel in all facets yes i'm completely wrong i have heard this song 
but I've only heard it referenced through memes like, <laughs> and other people singing it. And I never connected it till right now. That's weird. I've never seen a I, meme of it. The first time I heard it was on like a Achievement Hunter video where they had a super long video where nothing was happening. And then rain happened in Minecraft and he just started seeing let the rain fall down. And I didn't know what that was from <laughs> until just this very moment. That's uh, obscure as fuck. But uh, I vibe with it. I vibe with it. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other... The the reason I say this is Disney affiliated is because it also has that Ali and AJ cover of Do You Believe in Magic? Yeah. Which is from a Disney movie about magicians in a castle where like one of them oh can do real God. magic. It's really terrible. It's like really bad. Where like they're all learning magic, but one person in the castle can actually perf- actually has magical powers. It's as bad as it sounds. They're doing like like illusionist magic like like card tricks but one kid can like shoot fire out of his hands is that what you're saying basically like one kid can actually manifest a bird out of nothing but like (laughs) not magic michael illusion (laughs) (laughs) this year arrested development reference i don't know if it's the first one but on this podcast but i got it in there damn that's a good episode too uh (sighs) um but yeah that's you really went through the whole spectrum of emotions (laughs) with with these three playlists honestly yeah i mean like i i knew i had to balance out the first playlist uh just because i'm glad you did just because like the first playlist is is deeply personal deeply emotional and very like uh very outwardly like 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 it spans a there's like a couple of acoustic guitar songs but uh, it has like the national, like the saddest landscape, like saves the day, which is like a pop punk band. Like it sort of doesn't really feel like it's doing much, but it's all like lyrically oriented. So I was like, okay, that one is like trying really hard. I want to do something where like the other one is not trying very hard at all. Uh, and I think that White Girl 2000s does that, but also successfully because I really just fuck with all of these songs. Yeah. Again, apologies. Apologies to Miss Furtado. <laughs> are there are there uh, are there songs that people listen to unironically on this playlist besides me? Let's, we're asking one person in this call right now, <laughs> and that is Andre. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Isn't everybody's complicated? The song, the one that I probably did enjoy the most is the Liz Fair song. Damn, and that's weird, (laughs) but I fuck with it. And and it's probably because I hadn't heard it before. If I'm being honest, okay, that's that's interesting. The rest of the rest of this playlist is basically just my relationship with Fallout Boy, where I've heard (laughs) it so many times that I. I don't mind the songs like I do with certain Fallout Boy songs, but uh, I I don't need to listen to a lot of these songs again. Like I've never <laughs> a hot take probably, but I've never understood the hype about a thousand miles. I think there are many 
better songs uh, as as evidenced by this playlist i think they're a lot better songs than a thousand miles <laughs> out there i i would agree and i don't know why that i don't know why that one's the, white chicks? like most popular oh it's white chicks for sure it's white chicks it's white chicks 100 white it's and that music video hilarious and it's what well, do you remember the music video i do it's her on the piano right yeah and but it's like she's like it's, driving a yeah. car basically it's, yeah and so she's like speeding through the freeway yeah, with yeah. the piano that i laughed my ass off when i first saw that one and they ended up like putting a piano on like a like a like a pickup to a truck or something and like just taking it down new york city streets or something but it's a it is really funny seeing a piano go like 30 on a street <laughs> uh but as- aside from the disney ones i'm pretty sure at one point all of these songs were number one on the vh1 top 20 countdown for music videos and i used to watch that religiously when i was a kid <laughs> so i'm pretty sure i've heard all these songs at least or like 10 times that's true or they were on hit clips there's just they're all so good yeah. honestly they're so fun yeah um i have a weird tangent again do you guys remember vh1's i love the 80s i love the 90s i love the thousand remember that i do yeah yeah i loved those i don't know where to watch them again youtube like i tried finding them on youtube and I could have funny the Google again. That was a few years ago. I'm sure you could find them on something wacky like Daily Motion or something like that. Yeah, right. Like it's gotta be. You could probably it find it so good. You could probably find it on a torrent. It's called site. a documentary. I guess that does make perfect sense, but I don't like it. Oh, oh. Also, the I love the thousands one is I love the new millennium. I love the new millennium. Oh my god, uh, it's on here. And then it has like ro- it has like robot sounds playing. It's like real fucking. Crazy. Yeah, I just like that they like like you would get introduced to like some people for like one segment. They basically they just got celebrities, asked them questions, and the celebrities would talk and be entertaining. Yeah, it's a and that was it. But like sometimes you'd only see them for like one part of the episode, so like they just had bad answers for the other ones, or like were just uninteresting. <laughs> so that part always made me laugh. Of like, oh, there's X Y Z celebrity. Never again was she allowed to show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's almost sort of how I feel about some of these songs. Is like they like they come and they go, uh, but when they're here, they're family. <laughs> base. I mean. Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say, I'll say for the record that I, I particularly don't like the Disney Channel ones. If I'm being honest, <laughs> like a, the you don't like Disney Channel. That's a good the call. Way that's the, a good call. The way that they're produced just like leaves a horrible taste in my mouth. Yeah, it's uh, almost it's almost like chewing on a bitter flower or something. Yeah, but the red. <laughs> The rest, if it comes on, I don't have a problem with it. I just, <laughs> it, it just isn't. I'm not gonna like jam out or anything. I'll like nod my head or something. Just be like, <laughs> yeah, this is all right. If I could fall into uh, the sky. Uh, Damn, dude, that comes on in karaoke. Lex, Lex is getting naked. I uh. This is getting arrested. <laughs> I think my favorite. I think my favorite song on here is either "Breakaway" or "Love Song." But "Breakaway" 
is like the quintessential like angst let me escape song uh i don't like black horse in the cherry tree like that much but like when it like that initial one is like ooh oh and then like i don't care more about the song (laughs) that's probably probably one of my favorites of this playlist if i'm being honest i don't know what she's i've never listened to it like with the critical ear uh does that make sense yeah i mean she's she finds a horse (laughs) it's a yeah i don't really (laughs) think you're supposed to listen to any of these all that critically no you're not uh it's a it's like a cover of like a quasi oh, shit. it's like a cover of a quasi soul song or like one of the old oh my god like rhythm and blues like uh like it's like it's an mm. old blues song i should say you're um, so stupid <laughs> she finds a horse i swear to, i swear to god she, i know but it's swear just to the god way she finds it. a horse <laughs> i'm so hungry <laughs> We, I'm so angry, and my stomach laughing hurts. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'm still laughing at. Uh, she found a horse. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's a for for what it's worth. I think out of all of the songs on here, it's probably the one with a life outside of like this, like this, like normalized cookie cutter plastic pop music. So, uh. So yeah, but just I love the little jabs we're getting in with these. Guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm jabbing it because I I've talked them up enough. I also want to be real and be like, yeah, these are Britney Spears, but in different genres, basically. But yeah, that's all I have to say about this. I think we all understand what these songs are, and some of them may be fun. Uh. Andres, hit us with I, the final playlist unless you have anything else to say. Uh, I do fuck with the Nelly Furtado song Promiscuous Girl just for the, Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That's a that's a song for sure. God, dude. I, w- dude, Timbaland Timbaland makes a like some good fucking music. I'll say that. If we we could have a whole episode on Timbaland, no doubt. Can we? I, uh, he has like a pretty diversive thing right yeah i'm we, not we, bringing it you bring it to me i, I don't want to bring it because then i'll just talk about the fallout boy collab love it let's do that i respect timbaland a lot but he's also done some done some damage yeah because <laughs> every true. time i think about timbaland i can only think about what happened with chris cornell's career. oh my yes that that would be something we'd have to cover in that episode. That was a that was a real misstep on many people's parts. Um, Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Yeah, rip. Andres, I need to know. I need you to know that I assume you love the image you picked for this playlist so much. Like it's so perfectly on brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like. So amazing. <laughs> we had to do it to him, you know? We had to do it. For the <laughs> for the listeners out there to edit from a screenshot of Kon of one of the characters doing the you know I had to do it to him pose. Oh my god. Super imp- superimposed onto the background of that photo. Yeah. Oh man. I do love this picture so much. <laughs> and and it was K-On, and you know I had to do it to him. So it's like I had too to, good. 
I had to you. put it on my is it actually sad playlist. Uh yeah, I mean, same with the last one. I don't really have a whole lot to describe for this one. Uh it's just songs that some make me sad, some make me happy. And I cry tears of joy, but uh, they all are able to bring tears to my eyes at one point. Any questions? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, for some reason, I remember only one not being that song. Is there another song with Kanye West, Paul McCartney, and maybe like Rihanna or something? Uh, Four or five seconds. I I know that song way better. Than only I like one. Awesome. I like only one way more though. <laughs> oh, only one. The one thing I will say is for it was a toss up for the Kanye and Beatles songs because there are multiple songs that make me cry from both artists, but it is going against the playlist if I were to include multiple. So mm. I went with the ones that do it more consistently replacements for kanye could have been roses and hey mama Um, Uh, oh no replacements for the beatles could have been dear prudence uh and golden slumbers yeah there's a lot of anime songs on here because i think as much as i've talked about on this podcast they anime definitely does tend to hit me in the tear ducts a lot <laughs> is is this the closest uh, we're gonna get to a ping pong episode we're doing ping pong but we're doing there's no way we're pong. not doing ping pong good i'm glad i'm glad i'm not crazy i'll let andres be uh, andres can do the first half of ping pong and then i'll recommend the second half i'll just give up my my episode because <laughs> we have to do ping pong he's pointing Oh, I see it. Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, I thought that was. <laughs> I thought something was happening. I got scared. <laughs> I love that poster. In enhance poster. It's my <laughs> ping pong poster that Manny got me. Yeah. Enhance. I love that poster. poster. <laughs> this is really funny. Um, I really love. I just want to like bring it up. One, I I really did like Viking Misadventures of the Passenger, and. I really love titles. One, like I love the song, perfect for me, high energy song. It's like good. I I haven't gone too deep into the lyrics, but like I'm trying to get into screamo a bit more, and I think this is like one of those passages way passages for me. But like some albums and some song titles have such badass fucking like Cosmic Thrill Seekers, amazing. Um, Chance Rappers Acid Rap, an amazing song title. There's a few other ones in the other playlists I don't want to go back for uh arcade fires funeral that's just devastatingly powerful like it's like they're all good and i just think that uh, having a good name means so much uh i'm definitely gonna do an episode on cosmic thrill seekers that album is incredible (laughs) um i'm glad (laughs) the the top is the top songs the bum music industry song i can't even explain why it makes me tear up but like just that over overwhelming feeling when the song like builds up to its peak finally yeah it's always just like kind of gets me 
gives me the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> the vapors. It's just like when it's just like I shouldn't have worn shorts. It's like <laughs> it it like overwhelms me to the point of tears, which is very special. Uh Wacky Misadventures of the Passengers is literally in the lyrics, so <laughs> like the last part. The last two songs are very obviously connected to my association with the anime. And I I imagine that <laughs> the K-On song I'm sorry. My association with the anime. It just sounds like <laughs> I don't know what it was, but that cadence of that sentence that was really funny to me. Uh I'm, Go on. I'm gotcha. fairly certain without the context, the K-On song doesn't really have an effect on anybody, is my theory, but I don't know that song without the context of the show, and it means a whole lot to me because of the show, so... I feel like it, it would mean the same to someone else who feels really strongly about the show, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely, but... I'm saying for somebody who has no idea what, er, who has never watched K on, I feel like there's no real. It it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I I did look up the translation of the lyrics. I think at one point, and I could like vaguely see how it was associated, but well, like with the feelings that you feel, but it doesn't necessarily have that same impact. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, same. I'm same with ping pong, uh, the ping pong track. I yeah, think. yeah, one hundred percent. Although the lyrics, the translated lyrics to that song are just kind of, they're closer. Would still probably affect me honestly because it's very much just the the same vibe as Golden Slumbers by the Beatles, where just that, like the nursery rhyme type vibe. Those always get me just usually because of the the nativity of them (laughs) and how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. Again, like a a very diverse collection of genres represented, but I think that that's like the that's like the benefit of uh, making playlists like this where like you're not your theme is not necessarily built around an aesthetic or an image but rather like a conceptual idea uh, it really shows the range of people or lack thereof in my case <laughs> in the fact that i only had two pilots well i think if that's it for us i i'm really glad you two had i really did this for you guys to show me cool cool music <laughs> and for me to show you guys what i like because i mean yeah this is whole podcast there's a lot of music on here but Sometimes I feel like a single can do more for me than an album can. Mm. Um, and if I think that it's true for a lot of people. It's more digestible. Uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. And I hope... Uh, one of my biggest hopes is that like you guys get a song from my stuff that you add to yours. Because I definitely have added a few to my like, like songs, as I mentioned earlier. Wacky Misadventure Passenger. Uh, 24-Hour drive Through. Uh, the dreamer a few of them were just, like, really fun <laughs> i'm glad you like the origami angel song yeah it was i like that one a lot it's a good song and then i added that hospice song even 
It's a but like, interesting not ad. Not to my liked playlist, but to my uh, sad time. <laughs> my sad playlist. It is definitely the end. It's definitely the epilogue. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. And if you guys have any, any thoughts about these, I think we are kind of closed it out. So if, if not, I'm ready for Manny to recommend us whatever he's recommending us. All right. Uh, that's, a, that's a fucking segue unless uh, Andres has something to say. Got something to say, boy? No. All right. Um, okay, so I have I have two possible options, and I would like your uh, input on it. Um, Who do you think you are, me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm adapting. Uh, I've become what they have hated <laughs> themselves. Yes. So I. I'm I've sorry. I've <laughs> I'm sorry I'm the way that I am. I have two options for you. One is a very okay. So we're gonna do a manga. So that's what we're doing. Among um, us? Is what I thought you said. We're doing a mogus. <laughs> I, thought, I thought for a second. Too. <laughs> I was like, are we just gonna play Among Us? That's kind of, I mean we kinda of did with asymmetrical gaming. I feel like that doesn't count. Like <laughs> we can't do it again. Okay, so we're gonna do a manga. Uh, so you can choose a manga that is a self-contained thing by a really famous mangaka, or you can choose something that is a series by a lesser known mangaka, um, and we'll do a couple of volumes from that. So the first option is like a one shot or like Mm -hmm. a one volume run? It's a, it's a one shot. Uh, and the other, the other one is a series. They're. Uh, they are both horror manga. Out of contrast to the things we've read, just to say something different, I don't think we've done a contained story, have we? Besides, like manga wise, like we've watched movies. Yeah, it's it it feels much more like a movie than than a series, uh, if I want to put it that way. Yeah. Okay, I my vote for that one just because it's different. Okay, I'll leave it up to you, Andres. What are you feeling? I can go either oh, way. Oh God, you wanted the series. If well, actually, I have a I have a preference. So if oh, perfect. But Andres, but but I want to hear what Andres has to say. And if Andres is feeling like one over the other makes sense, then we'll do that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, one's really famous, I, and one is like not that well known. I so. I can kind of guess what the really famous one is, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I have no idea. Audience, I'm lost too. It's definitely on you. I typically would say I like the series more, but that's probably just because of back into my manga reading mm. bullshit. So, <laughs> okay, that's that's good to know. So, is that what you would pref- is that what you're feeling? That I'd probably prefer that, but um, I can go either way. Obviously. Okay, so I was leaning towards the lesser-known one, so we are going to do uh, the series by the lesser-known manga call. Uh, the series is called uh, Blood on the Tracks. It's by Shutsu Oshimi. It, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's the name of a Bob Dylan album. It is. It is. Uh, so I'm super excited for this because uh, Shutsu Oshimi is is a mangaka that does horror exclusively, but 
it always has this like psychological and humanist side to the horror. Uh, it's not like monsters and stuff. It's it's people. It's people. Uh, so the be prepared. It's getting a live action movie. Yeah, be be prepared. Uh, the long and short of it is that it's a it's a manga it's a manga series that doesn't feel like a lot is happening at times, but the things that do happen are like extremely fucked uh, and uh it doesn't really pull its punches at all um, for the audience are there any trigger warnings we should be aware of that way they don't read this uh if you have a bad like if you have an extremely abusive relationship with your parent do not read this okay um that's a little bit of a spoiler but uh not i feel like it's necessary i, I think it's necessary <laughs> uh the the story is about a mother and her child uh let's just put it that way Okay. Uh, I would really love to read the first three volumes, if that's okay. I don't know how you feel about that. That's one longer. How long are they? Uh, they're standard size. Is that important to you that we get to the first three? Yeah. I mean, the second volume is a little bit of a lull. Uh, so the third one wraps that second volume in really nicely. And it, I think, like, some stuff happens in the first volume that definitely sets up the stuff that happens in volumes two and three. And I think, uh, I think without the third volume, the review or the, the sussing out we do would be very surface level. It just doesn't make a lot of sense without like the third volume. Um, cause you, you get like a really good feel for what the rest of the series is like with three volumes, but with two volumes, it feels a little shallow. Andres, how you feeling? Do you think it could do it? Uh, I could probably do it just because I'm literally about to finish catching up with the manga I'm reading. So I can probably do it. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. Don't read this with your parents. Uh, this is a, uh, manga that will, you'll, you're, I think, I think this is a very polarizing manga. I think you're either going to like, like what it does or you're going to, just hate everything about the manga except maybe the the pretty pictures uh a really nice cover art i can say <laughs> that much from what you've shown us yeah yeah it's great uh it really is a it's a psychological horror manga it's about a family um we'll see how that plays out for you all <laughs> if it if it has any effect or if it's just uh feels very boring but we'll see well here we go again. The I mean the other the other option was uh Uzumaki by Junji Ito. So Oh I've read Uzumaki. Yeah. yeah. So there were, I figured it would be better to go with the one that probably we haven't read because I'm pretty sure I, I was like pretty sure one of you had read Uzumaki and I was like, okay. Just I, I, I haven't read it, but I definitely know about I have it. I read Uzumaki and I have opinions. <laughs> well, we can uh Junji Ito's work is being held up as sort of the gold standard lately for horror, so we will see. I feel like it's held up because the art's really cool and and fun, but like I don't know if his writing's the best, <laughs> right? Like, there's times where you're like, I mean, I mean, like, we can... what's that mountain one where they have to go the whole mountain and the enigma of something fault of something fault or yeah. whatever? 
Uh, that one doesn't scare me at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and some people are like, it's so horrifying. I'm like, you've never read horror, and so that's why you're scared about this. <laughs> I mean, the the beauty of of Junji Ito's writing is really the same thing that makes like pulp horror, pulp sci-fi horror, so popular, uh, which is that it's like chewable, it's episodic, it's it's quick and dirty. Yeah, it's very like H.P. Lovecraft inspired, it's Lovecraftian. So uh, we can talk more about about that because this manga series is definitely not that. Um, can I have one moment to talk about my, the grossest thing I've ever read from Jinjito? There's a part where like a brother has a bunch of pimples, <laughs> yeah, or something, and he like goes up to like someone else and then just like squishes his face, and like all the gross stuff comes out of his face. Oh, and I was yeah, just I like, I've seen that, I'm gonna man. throw up. Like I, I was like repulsed. Yeah, I, I, and then he becomes like a slug or something. I think it's Uzumaki. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does it, it probably is. Um, it, that was the one time I was like, "This is this is not okay." Yeah, what? Like monsters are fine. That's just nasty. I I mean, I'll make the I'll make this case in a week. But as a small, 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 little influencing opinion, I I feel that what Junji Ito does for body horror, uh, Shuto Oshimi does for psychological horror. Um, oh, okay okay so there there are just scenes that are like absolutely they they do not pull the punches and and the whole pimple thing like where that gives you that visceral gut reaction there are some of those in the series so okay so you might have a good time or a terrible time depending on how you view horror i guess we'll see i definitely have i've been reading some stuff kind of a uh, parallel to this actually <laughs> Have you read Boys of This yet, Manny? Oh, I know of, but I haven't read it. No, it's it's pretty weird. That that sound, I that would make sense. <laughs> so it'll be fun. I uh, I can't I actually. I'm really excited to share with you the other the other series that Shutsu Oshimi, Oshimi does. Uh, they're like it, the art seems so familiar. I feel like I know it. The I mean. I don't. I don't, I'm gonna look. We, yeah, we don't have worry. to talk about it, but because I don't think I know it, I, I feel like I've just seen stuff about it. The other series are Happiness and the Flowers of Evil, that are the two really popular ones. Uh, oh, uh, I've heard of the Flower of Evil. Yeah, the, Akunohana, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that one is probably Shutsu Oshimi's like claim the fame there uh, lately. There's a lot of cool stuff here. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some, there's, uh, we'll talk about it more, but the, the manga cause great. So. Okay. So enjoy your uh, sad times. Enjoy your sad times. But before that, let's get to the plugs. Uh, at sussed pod on everything. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter for inane posting, following us, follow us on Instagram for actual, substance if you want more episode notes (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh we will have these playlists in some some way to access them i think would that be would that be fair i think we we are planning yeah i i have a or i made a spotify account for the podcast and we can just copy all the playlists onto that Yeah. yeah i will i will probably add some cover photos and stuff i'll add the description I uh, I didn't add it because add add the covers playlist too. Add the other ones. Fuck it, we'll add all of them. Um, yeah, why not? 
I'll try to make. I'll make some to make up for me missing. Yeah, I just want to also probably post the song list on Instagram and Twitter when this episode comes out. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely add the descriptions to the playlist at the very least because uh I shared it with you all, but I didn't share it with the world. So the world. Go watch JoJo. I haven't done the new seasons out. The half of the new seasons out. I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't watched it. Was it a, was it a big episode dump type thing, or was yeah. it? Yeah. Is it weekly? It, it was a big episode dump because oh. I've read the manga and I've I keep seeing screenshots on Instagram from things that happen in the manga, and it's like, oh man, they got really far with this. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, though. Mm. But shouts out to Stone Ocean. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that arc, but <laughs> it's 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 JoJo. Go, uh, it's JoJo. Go try making a playlist, everyone. Uh, go make a playlist and then send it to us on any of our social medias, preferably Instagram, and we'll give it a listen and review it or whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, please interact with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. If say you send hi. anything. If you send anything on Twitter, it's going to be directly to me most of the time. We should do plugs in the beginning. <laughs> wow, it's almost <laughs> like really. Do it's this. almost like we have. Guys, we had ten do. episodes come out. I don't know why the fuck we didn't even say it. like ten episodes came out. That's why. Yeah, yeah, we got some shit out there. We got some. We got more shit coming. We're like, how many episodes behind? Want to give the audience a sneak peek? We we have. Well, by I the time you hear episode it, seventeen, yeah, by the time you hear it, we'll probably be six episodes ahead of this. So, so uh, yeah, who's to say? Honestly, it's hard to <laughs> who's it's hard to, to figure out. <laughs> so, uh, follow us so we can have those twenty six episodes ready for you, ready to go. Twenty episodes, whatever. I can't twenty three episodes. I can't count. We're building them up, fam. Yeah, just and the podcast right there. <laughs> and the rabbit's bad, man. Don't do it. What do you need to say, Andre? Oh, uh, please just interact with us on Instagram. We, yeah, show, show me, show me some that anybody is seeing these posts. Honestly, <laughs> that anyone is listening. If anyone's out there listening, please interact. 